On today's episode, we're going to be looking at some news and notes. Line A to the IR for six weeks. How's that going to go? We're going to check out the record in the Metro and the Blue Jackets. And then we're going to have a segment on youngsters playing well when they play. When they play, we will play well, baby. And then we're going to look at a segment on Elvis. Trade? We'll see. And then we'll do a little CB Jeopardy. And then we'll round it out with a little let's get social. Let's get going, guys. Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world. Or so they say. Who wrote this, by the way? What's up, little bummers? Hello. I can smell your cough. <laughs> How's that possible? I don't, if it, you knew what he just inhaled, you would smell it. Am cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can smell that, not the cough itself. Well, the, yeah, that's what that, it was. What did it stem from? <laughs> Derived from <laughs> THC. Hey, welcome into the podcast, episode 268. Hell yeah. Damn it is Kyle. a full house. Full house, I'm ladies also and Kyle. gentlemen. Are we, are we all Good Kyle? Him, Kyle. Everybody, <laughs> you guys are so lucky. You're all Kyle. Uh, well, yeah. I forgot my Mountain Day. No, my Mountain Day. It's Kyle's drink monsters and put holes in their wall. Oh, that's what I he does. The same thing. I was going to Bucky. Mountain Dews like make me nauseous now. It's weird. You know they have uh, covered in this. <laughs> yeah, alcoholic ones. Yeah, they have the alcoholic. Dude, they had them at the Speedway. I stopped at. I almost yeah. bought them, but they made my tummy hurt. Oh, me too. Though I feel like it'd me be too. like a four loco ish. With no, the caffeine. <laughs> no, with they the don't. Nothing's a four loco. It's uh, it is. It's I even, believe it's illegal to put caffeine in alcohol now. Yeah, that's why the four, the original four locos, they don't make them anymore. Okay, I kids, thought you were referencing were about like today's four loco. No, and being like, oh, nothing's like that. No, the you first four loco know. I ever had was the original recipe. How? Was, was, I mean, they 16. were. They were still, I mean, and you can still probably get them. Like, mm. there's still things like them. Just, yeah. Maybe like them. Let's not go, like, hey, let's go get the Panera lemonade that's killing people and then pour vodka in it. That's, that's, a, four that's a four loco. That is a four See loco. You all in hell. <laughs> I was at a house party at, in, at a college in Cleveland when I was like 17 and watched a dude beer bong two four locos on top of each was other was he the guy that died and that's why they banned them no he did like pass out yeah yeah they had fuck. to pump his stomach <laughs> i but believe it that One was would make you pass that was out. my experience i drank four locos all the time but anyways i mean I, we're not here to talk about i drank them when i went to ou back in the day and good point honestly they're disgusting oh yeah back they're in absolutely the 80s. disgusting they are but they're, they were cheap <laughs> as shit and they kept you up all night oh they were oh, yeah. awesome they're the original great. one was <sighs> awesome what a time to be That's alive. That's why I never did cocaine out there. Like, <laughs> I had plenty of opportunities. <laughs> I had four locos. They That's, kept me buzzing and going. That was like the college cocaine was some four yeah. locos. No, college cocaine is cocaine. Mm. <laughs> shitty yeah, cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Really and shitty I feel coke. bad for kids these days because you just don't know what cocaine's laced with. So like, you just, oh man, you no, just, for real, you, you just yeah. can't do it anymore. Yeah, R.I.P. Mac. <laughs> you should know he should do it. <laughs> Not that I'm, you know, insinuating I ever did it. I was just, oh know, yeah, just no, saying. but like nowadays, these kids just can't do coke like we that someone used to. Dude, yeah. <laughs> they can't do coke like we used to back in the old days. You know what I'm saying? Back in the old days. I'm Kyle. <laughs> Tell you. <laughs> 
Oh, Anyways, man. hey, everyone's back. We're here, baby. We're it's all a, in good moods. Look at a, this. You love to see it. Full I'm house. Traveling, dude. Quit it. Ah, I'm not. I, I can't say your fest. Oh, hey, buddy. I, Thank you. He's not traveling. He's done traveling for the year. Yeah. Which well, is so, so like so all, two all weeks, eight days, nine days of it <laughs> yeah, that's left. Yeah. Except for Christmas travel. Christmas. Christmas. Gotta go to Indy. Yeah. What are we all doing for Christmas? Opening presents. That was a sigh of <laughs> happiness, Warren. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I get to go to my family on the 23rd and then come back there on the 24th and then go to her family on the 25th and go to her other family on the 26th and go to her other family on the 27th and come back home until the 31st. So what you're saying is family for I should Eve. never get married. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a if lot. If you don't like to travel, well, you find someone you love. All yeah. your family just like already lives here, yeah. which yeah. his doesn't and hers doesn't. Yeah. Simple get them here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love you guys. They're gonna go there instead. Oh. Kyle, what are you doing for Christmas? I am. Uh, we're going. We're seeing both sides of the family. I missed my dad's side of Boca the family. Raton? I was sick over the weekend. Boca Raton. I, yeah. God, I wish. I wish I could just go sit in Boca Raton for Christmas. Seems fitting. Yeah, you were on vacation. Where were you? Aruba. Spent, spent a week in Aruba, nice South Aruba, American Aruba, island. Yeah, that's uh, I had that song stuck in my head all week, and it was beautiful. As it should. Aruba was great. I am gonna go open presents on Christmas morning from Santa. I met Santa at the Blue Jackets game. Oh, really? He was there? Yeah, and Mrs. Claus. Really? Yeah, last Saturday. Well, did you tell him what you wanted? I did. What Uh, did you want? So I told him I wanted to do front office, and he didn't really acknowledge it. Oh. He's paid by the team, so he can't really. That's unfortunate. on the Jackets payroll? (laughs) Last Saturday he was. Son of a bitch. I knew it. (laughs) It all makes sense. (laughs) God. Well, why aren't we getting the cool stuff then here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you get the best things? We what, got, are you, what are you doing for Christmas? We got coal. Um, <laughs> Cylinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, we don't have that sound I get effect. to I get to work Christmas Eve morning. <laughs> nice. Then uh, go to dinner with my family on Christmas Eve. And oh, then nice. open presents at my parents' house. And then go to my grandparents' house, open presents there. And then eat some food. Hell yeah. Christmas Eve morning is the weirdest thing I've ever heard you say. I like I know what you meant, but like Christmas yeah, Eve it's morning, just like referred to like Christmas Eve. Yeah, this is the morning of the twenty fourth, yeah. and then Christmas Eve is that night. Yeah. Isn't that like because the whole day can't Eve. be Eve? Like you, there's noon on uh, on the twenty. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, but it's, uh, I think the day technically itself technically it is Eve. The day itself Eve. is Christmas Eve because it's the day like, before yeah. Christmas. The Eve of Christmas is like that night before. You no? could say the Eve of Christmas Eve. I get, yeah, I think the day itself right. is Two Christmas Eve. Eve is the whole day. It's the whole day. Yeah. Well, it's just the twenty fourth of December. It's yeah. not. So you. It's do not also to... Christmas, which is what everybody seems to think. Yeah. What? Christmas Eve. It's not though. Yeah. No one thinks Christmas Eve is Christmas. Well, I just. I kind of. I, I kind of lump them together because, like, you do all the celebration stuff usually yeah. in the evening. You You're can right. do like in the evening, right? Yeah. yeah so at night, not, later. Uh, not, but it's still, like, know. it's New Year's Eve. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> this is a horrible intro. <laughs> what do you? I think this is this great. Is great. What are you talking about? Christmas Eve. Yeah. What more could you ask for? Yeah, hockey. I'm going uh, to the Hawken Hills on Christmas Eve night. Oh, Christmas Eve. That Eve. was redundant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my Faja. I'm my, sorry. My I'm Faja lives out there. Uh, he also owns an Airbnb on his property. So if you ever want to stay out in Hawken Hills, yo, for real, hit me up. Yeah. You're just now telling me this. <laughs> he just finished lead. it like a year and a half ago. Uh, so that yeah, means a year and a half. <laughs> okay. You've been hiding hey. this. Also, it's like a couple's getaway, and it's Hi. only like one king-size bed, so we all would have to share a bed. Aren't you I'd in the wedding party? 
Yeah. Oh wait, we can't do a bachelor I have party slept down there. Slept with you yeah. so many times. <laughs> just saying, like it's it's just like a couple's getaway. We lived together and we still slept together at times. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Like, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Me and my roommates sleep covers all the time. There's yeah. nothing wrong with the cuddle sesh, boys. You got anyone coming over? No. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm in. Is <laughs> we fit ten people? Uh, not in that one. No. All right. Well. <laughs> I mean, we could. How many people could we fit in the king bed? Like four. Four, probably five. If you put one on like the the foot of the bed, like oh. long ways, that would be a tough spot. Yeah, could it? Fit? Unless you find some freak that I mean, likes it, that. My dad also has a house there, so you could stay in. Like we can go to the guest bedrooms. You know. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thinking all right. We'll figure it out. We'll, we got to <laughs> stop having meetings on air. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You know. Thinking about Michael uh, Scott. Should fit into a boat. <laughs> <laughs> comfortably, comfortably. Comfortably. Yeah. But then, uh, then my mama's in uh, Canal Winchester for Christmas Day. But anyways, enough of that. Enough of that. Um, but hey, speaking of Christmas, though, Warren walked in today to my apartment, which is where we're recording the podcast, and he gave me a present, and I'm wearing it on my head right now. Aww. It's a headphone. It's a really dope hat. It's Dude. a headphone. <laughs> it's our old Daytona Firecracker hat, the man. The Firecracker 250 Daytona retro style NASCAR hat. It is beautiful. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take a here. Let me. I'll get a picture of you and get you right. and put it up. We gotta put up on the tweets there. Yeah, we'll on get the it. Tweets. We'll show it to people on, on the, the tweets. We'll show it to people. Yeah. We gotta put it on the line. We will. Yeah. We will on but, the Twitter. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Warren. I love it. Yeah, You're welcome. Love you. All right, I guess we could talk hockey now. Should we swoop it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's my first day back. There it is. Hell yeah, Braden's producing again. Sorry. Well, dude, you, you <laughs> took it away from me for like three f- weeks. I he's right. He's re- you're right. I he's know. totally right. I'm out yeah. of practice. I still have, I still have problems with not touching the board, but it's okay. It's okay. He's doing great. Yeah, he's doing. I, I'm sure he's doing good. I can't see the screen, but I'm sure he's doing good. You I'm just not, focus on that show flow. <laughs> All right, we're show not flow. even recording. That's great. <laughs> great. That's great. Board. All right. Wait, so, is it plugged uh, in? <laughs> The laptop turned off right when I started. So, <laughs> news and notes. Here we go. We're going to talk hockey. That's why we're all here. Uh, first thing that we didn't listen, we didn't have an episode last week. Um, we just were all kind of just not in the mood for it. And also, I feel like the way the jackets played, we were just like, no, don't want to do this. Ew. And uh, so we just skipped out on last week. Our bad. I was on vacation. Also, still. yeah, you were in Aruba, so you know. Not that I am the deal breaker, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you're not because I'll do one by myself. Absolutely, if I, if I, have I don't to. know. That was yeah. <laughs> do one if I have to, but uh, so just some news and notes before we get into our segments. Uh, line A to the IR six weeks. Um, obviously, you know you don't wish for anyone to be hurt. You don't want to see Line A get hurt, um, but. Without him in the lineup, I mean, yesterday's game in Buffalo, boys. Yeah, we're fine. Nine to four. Um, I'm just saying, Line's play this year has not lived up to what I would expect him to live up to. Granted, I feel like that's been kind of just consistent throughout his whole time here in Columbus. But without him in the lineup, when he comes back, I, I think the Jack is entertain a trade, maybe. You know, I, like in the offseason, was going to tweet something about trading line A because I think it would make sense for the long term. And I didn't. I chose not to. It's still in my drafts because I just didn't feel like dealing with the hate at the yeah. time. Uh, he's beloved. I mean, everybody loves him as a person sure. and as a player. You can, yeah, you can, you can, you can love a player. But he's, he's great. Uh, is marketable. Just all of that. But this offense without him, man, uh, is dangerous. Yeah. And that's very, ob- I mean, 
the last two games? Did they play Toronto bef- just before this last game? Is that what it was? They had like a few days off in between. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Uh, say that again. Yeah. They they play anybody yes. between Toronto and Buffalo? I don't think so. Mm, no. So what is that? Uh, that's 13, 14, uh, yeah, goal, yeah. 14 goals in two games. Uh, Devils. Oh, Devils. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't play terrible against Six the Devils. Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still scored three. <laughs> it wasn't great, but... They still good. scored three goals, though. I mean, they've been scoring. The offense looks loose uh, and easy. Goudreau and Fantilli look great together. And Danforth is exactly that grit that they need on that first line to kind of glue that together. I still don't think Danforth is, that, is a first-line guy. Uh, like, Skill-wise, no, like, uh, but what he does like decision-wise and with his hockey IQ, yes, he is making the smart and good plays every time he's on the ice. He's not making any mistakes. Sure, like, and he looks good. He's also played the most games of any jacket this year, I believe. Right. Um, so there's no doubt like he's dependable. He's out there. He's doing his thing. Like, game like, in, like game out. You know? Yeah, but like when I see his name on that first line, sometimes I just think it's like a little bit of a head-scratcher, but at the same time, he... Maybe he's earned it, sure, but like... I don't know about earned me, it, but it's just, working. It makes sense. Yeah, it's working, I guess. You know, you deal with injuries. Boone's out right now, and Boone was is still tied for uh, leading goal scorer on the team, yeah. uh, him and Marchenko. With what now? Tw- Thir- 13. 13? Um, Marchenko had 10 before last night, now has 13 and is tied with Boone. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Boone, Boone was like, that was a spot they needed to fill with that grit because that's what Boone does. He's, he's down there, he's greasy, and that's exactly what Danforth brings. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I guess you're kind of just an interchangeable type of player, kind of, yeah. in, in a sense, but... I still look at, you know, when the lines come out, I just don't think Danforth is that first-line guy, but it is making sense at this particular moment, and I'm okay with that. You know, he he's doing his thing, but... Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? Braden, Warren, you guys, you boys haven't spoken about it yet. Line A, what are your thoughts coming, you know, if, once he comes off the IR? Like, you know, if we continue to have the success we had kind of during that Buffalo game. Granted, you know, the season we're having is just... We all know it's not good. Bad. We all know it's not good. But to see a bright spot like a Buffalo game and a, and a, a guy like Line not there, giving the opportunity for these young guys to take that spot, and they are you know succeeding during that game. What are your guys' thoughts on Line Um, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to a trade at all at this point. I think last night is kind of what people are harping on about we play better without him but i mean like we also had two losses sure through, in then, there yeah. since he's been hurt i mean i'm not no we have i'm saying people are seeing the nine to four win like oh my god we're so much better like we haven't gone off on a tear or anything i just think we score more when he's not on the ice because he's got such a nasty shot i think it's everybody's so focused on getting him the puck that it kind of takes away from the rest of our offense so i yeah. don't think it would necessarily be a bad thing to trade him but yeah, I think after last night, that's all that's in people's minds. It's like, oh my god, we got to get rid well, of. Well, sure, it's fresh on everyone's mind. That's but no I, doubt, but, but I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to a trade. Yeah, but like for me, I'm just going back to uh, just his, his whole season. It's just been not good. There's been thing. There's been play out there where I'm just like, dude, you look lost half the time. We we started him out at center, which everyone said, why are we doing that? I then let me. Gets, I'm sorry. Let me interject there. I, I think to begin the season, yeah, he looked lost. He he was at center. That was still an experiment. Um, we're 30 games in now and, and he's played half of that. I think towards the back end of that, uh, after he came off back from the concussion, he was starting to find it. Like he, he's back on the wing he's playing with Fantilli. He's back on the wing, which is where he should have been exactly. to start the damn season. Actually, he's on the IR. He was, 
That's a good point. It's <laughs> a good joke. Thank you. Thank that's you. that's a pretty good joke. Where's the but um tisk button? I <laughs> wish we had one. I don't think we do. Yeah. Uh, they put he's back on wing. He's playing well with Fantilli. Playing well with the power play. He's got he's still got a good shot. And I mean the turnovers. Yeah, I agree with you. But I think that he was playing well. Sorry. I, right. did, I did interrupt you there. I mean, he's had games where he's looked okay, but he was over, getting back to it, and over, then he but breaks still, his shoulder like, in half. That's yeah. That's the other thing. He's always hurt. Always hurt. Warren, what are your thoughts there, bud? Yeah, man, I don't get it either. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I I don't want to trade him because I just in my mind, like we have offensively such a stout team right now, and I think it's being shown in these last three games, and I think. I think I saw something on Twitter, but it's something I said to you guys, like, let the kids play. In these last three games, we've been doing that. And I don't think him coming back in is what Braden said of him, everyone being like, get in the puck, get in the puck, get in the puck. Everyone's going to be like, let's just play hockey. And yeah. I think it's going to be a continuation when he gets back. And like Kyle said, he's back on wing now. Finally! Right. Let's ride that out, see what happens. I think it'll be a good change of pace when he returns. Hopefully he doesn't get injured. That's the only thing. If he gets injured again, like man, maybe we do trade him. But right now, well, who's taking in. who's taking a chronically injured line A for anything? I mean, at this point, someone will take him. He's got two he's years left, and he's at eight, have, eight million dollars, and and he's he's playing maybe forty somebody, games a year right now. Dude, to me, like I've said it in previous episodes, like he has the name recognition in this league. Uh, teams know his ability. I, I just don't think. He, we've set him up for success in Columbus at all. But part, part of that does fall on line. A. like line a has not performed to what we expected, but at the same time, we have not put a team around him to help him succeed at the level he should. So I'm, you, listen, uh, I think the evidence now is that we have the team that is nine without him. A nine, four win. Like, sure. That's a great performance by a team, but that's, that's just one awesome I, win. I disagree. I think the team is very talented and has a and is there and the coaching has been All right, bad. Well, well, when we lose the next game in overtime and we're up like five goals going into the third, <laughs> oh, then talk then talk to me again. All right. Cuz I'll, mean, I'll, I'll, I'll see your Twitter it, and your Twitter is going to completely be like this team is a dumpster fire, fire everyone. <laughs> yeah, I say that. I overreact yeah. a little bit sometimes. <laughs> no, you, know, yeah. you? Me. No, no every once in a you, while. You cannot look at me with a straight face and tell me this team has been consistent enough to be like we have the talent. Okay, sure, we have talented pieces, but it's just not all put together. There is to one be thing successful. they've been consistent at, and it is have having multi goal leads in the third period. They have blown seven of those. Yeah. I will give you that they've blown them, but they were there and then blew them. They were never down by that much. It wasn't yeah. they were getting. They were winning by that much going into a third period. That's what's been consistent. Yeah, no, like you're it's not wrong there. We have been competitive yeah. in the sense points. that we're that we have been in in most games. And I think that third period is coach. It comes down to coaching. Yeah. The, the coaching yep. is the defense touches the puck in the back end. Get rid of it immediately. Yeah. And you're giving the other team. You can't change in that ends because the other the other team knows that you're get you're doing that. Yeah. And they're immediately pushing not letting you change so they're tired of shit anyways we're looking at minute and a half to two minute shifts for these guys in the third period a lot of the time because they're only ice so much because they can't get the puck out because yeah. they're not playing the game that got them there in the first place yeah i just i don't understand like what pascal's message is in that second intermission it's like all right we're up like, by one or up. two like let's just chill out a little bit and just cruise like what's his what's his message can we put like a a camera in the locker room and listen to what he's saying because obviously whatever he's saying is not getting through to the players 
Um, and and Buffalo tried. They tried to make a little comeback, and luckily the, the boys, you know, they buckled down and got it done. Something was um, adjusted, right? They they got more aggressive. Yeah, I mean, pushed. they pushed. They scored. They went and they they created a four check and scored a few goals to, to yeah. make the cushion. It's not rocket science to notice that they're playing on their heels the whole third period. Yeah. Every game, they go to the third period and they're like, "We're up," and be like, "Okay, they shit their let's pants. Just, let's just yeah. not let them score." Like, just no, I feel pushing. like the message should be coming out of the of the locker room and the second intermission is. You have to score the first goal. That's the only way. We're, you're up by five goals. You have to go score the sixth goal against Toronto to win this game. If yeah. score get six, go do it first. Oh yeah, like going back to that Toronto game because we didn't really talk about it. But like when I was when we were uh, when I was watching it, and even though we came away with that with that what was it a five four six four or six five win? I yeah. forget Toronto. Yes, yeah, six, six five OT. Six we won, five yeah. OT. Johnson with a nasty yeah. snipe and overtime. Sure, Johnson dog. You know, I don't want to overshadow Johnson's play because he looked fantastic during that game. But coming going to overtime in that situation and how it happened, I was absolutely pissed as a fan. We all, most like, people were. I was pissed. I, I don't care that we got the win. Like, that was absolutely an atrocious third period that should have never happened. Okay, give up a couple goals, sure. But give up the amount of goals they gave up was absolutely ridiculous. I agree. And now you are like we saw it last night with Marchenko. He scored two goals in eighteen seconds. Like it happens, right? So, yeah. and when you have Austin Matthews on the ice at any sure. given time, he can do that. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. So like there is excuses in there, but overall, like that. And let's talk about Elvis in these games. Also, he has been like a rock. He's been rock solid in every single one yeah. of these games going forward. There has been no conversations about goaltending. Because it all comes down to them turtling in the third period, and the goaltender has no chance. Because yeah. we see it for the first two periods of pitching a shutout, and then all of a sudden it's five goals in one period. So yeah. it, that's that is no way on the goalie. He has been. And I think he's still like a nine oh nine. I think. Yeah. No, he's looked good. Yeah. And like I don't think he's played much recently though. But we'll get into that. Here. He's been in and out for sure. Well, I, we've got he, he was on the IR there for a little yeah, bit. Though, he was right? still sick. Well, no, he's like since coming back from the IR, he's been uh, mainly been Tarasov's job. Two. Yeah. So, Tarasov started the last two. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious why they've got. <clears throat> are they just trying to play him out up here instead of Jet Greaves? Because Jet Greaves has been doing very. All right, we're gonna. Very, there, there's well. a segment for that. Oh, cool. I don't check. I don't <laughs> check the shelf though. There's some goalie stuff going on, man. We'll we'll get into that. So, all right, moving on in news and notes. So right now, Jackets we're currently sitting at 11, 17, and five, 27 points. That puts us last Woo! place in the Metro. Let's but, go. Woo! But here's the most interesting thing about us being last place in the Metropolitan. And Warren, you wouldn't know because you're no, you don't have the show flow. No, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to be surprised. We currently have 105 goals for what? The Rangers, who lead the Metro, have 101 goals for. It's not offense. We yeah, are we are ninth in the wild. league in goals for. It is wild. not offense. Uh, 31st in goals against. Yeah. Electric. So. <laughs> so is that there's your, there's your problem? That's that's a problem. Uh, if there's anything to take away from that, always bet. The over you, on total goals. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's crazy about this is that under torts, and I hate to go back and like, but under torts, sure. that defense and the and the goaltending there is is their goals against were middle of the pack every year, right? Like fifteenth, sixteenth. Yeah. Oh yeah. If that's we, we were never. If that's where we close. were now, we'd popping off. We'd be in a playoff spot right popping now with off. a with a plus goal differential. I think we're minus twenty now or something like Which that. Is, yeah. Or no, no, no. We've we've gained ground. We five of them, so we're plus thirteen yeah. or minus thirteen. Which now. isn't it's not terrible. It's not terrible compared to last year. We were like minus fifty. But if you are a minus oh, yeah. thirteen while also having the most goals for in the metro, 
That is a huge red flag. That's a problem. Yeah. That is a giant red flag. The defense is not is not there, and it's it's not even that they're not there. It's the third periods they're not there. Right? It's yeah. one period of each of these games. Yeah. So I, yeah, recently. Very, I, most of the they like, didn't have a seven game losing streak earlier this season. I mean yeah, that wasn't great. But I mean ever since then it's been feel like every game they're blowing they're in, the lead in the third period. It feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. It it feels like they're in with the exception of the two previous or the game I went to Saturday. Who'd they play? I forget. Jersey, right? Jersey. Yeah. We never I never felt like we were in that one. They weren't like they, they got they weren't. Jersey that no. Jersey's also, pissed. They're seventh in the metro and they should have been lead they they yeah. thought they were gonna win the division this year. Yeah. They're pissed. Also that Jersey game they have the Hughes brothers. Granted it was a Saturday night, but on paper, on paper, sellout crowd at nationwide arena. And I will say I was there, so I was there and like the T V side looked full, but like where all the players' family and sit on the opposite side, you could tell there were some empties. But, like, when you look up at the upper bowl, it was packed to capacity. Like, it looked completely full, mm-hmm. which just goes to show, man, this the city is here for this team, and there, were, there weren't a lot of Jersey fans. It wasn't like they swarmed our arena by any means, and it was all Blue Jackets fans pretty much in there. And, you know, we, we, we the, the fans, you know, we're here. We deserve a winner. We deserve something, and it's just, you know, Year after year, where we we have the support of this team and ain't they don't they, they don't got our back on the ice half the time. No, I don't know. But it is good to see, yeah, that Columbus. Did still you cares. say just like it's good that everybody showed up? Yeah. Okay. So, no, that that place was not full. Like uh, empty bowl. No. Like lower bowl was empty. No, it was not. Not empty, dude. I was there. I was there. So. There were there were some was like there. there were seats. The upper bowl was I heard was like half pa- empty, packed. You were really? I was there. It was packed. All right, I'm wrong then. You I was. Were, I'm, wrong. I'm very wrong. <laughs> it was absolutely packed. Warren, you spill your beer, <laughs> and we're back. Uh, anyway. Warren spilled his beer. We had to take anyway. a momentary pause. It was. It was. It it's was all good. Him. It was boom. He spilt the beer on my dog. It's crazy. He sucked it all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boone's drunk again. God my damn it. Dog is <laughs> potentially drunk. Uh, but anyways, uh, back to no. So yeah, no. Last Saturday was I would say all right sellout. Okay, I'm I was wrong. Yeah. I tweeted like I because I said something dumb as shit just to try to get people to get mad at me. Really? No way. Mm-hmm. Uh, where oh that there's no way that was sold out. It looked empty on TV is what I said. So I you know dude I was on the TV side. Little yeah, keyboard warrior over I here. I will say the yeah, only right. the only seats that I saw Twitter like, fingle Twitter fingle. fuck fingles. <laughs> Twitter you fingles. Meaning to do that? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Little Fortnite guy over here, huh? I'm wittling on the Twitter fingles. <laughs> I'm wittling. to Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> the only seats that I saw like sprinkled that were kind of maybe like sus was like where the Lexus lounges, but that's all like the business people that show up when they want to. Yeah, it's sponsor, mostly corporate sponsors, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So. Weebs. Anyways. Hell yeah. Hey, fans are still there, man. Love to see still it. Still there. Just goes to show you that not all of Blue Jackets fandom is on Twitter. Like some people like to think it oh, is. Oh, dude, if yeah. it was, that arena would be empty <laughs> every game. <laughs> every game. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Can we? All right. We're still on news and notes, but can we, we talk it. about Blue Jackets Twitter for a second? <laughs> it has been an That's absolute a rabbit hole. I'm going to cut you. Fire. We're timed here. I'm going to cut you guys off. All right. It has been a dumpster. I, I, am, I avoid to tweet anything lately. 
You have tweeted some things about like firing people, and so sure. have I, and so have most of us. I think we, uh, yeah. After that Toronto game, I tweeted that like the entire hockey operations front office needs a reset because uh, it just some like it's just not working. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was. We're fans. We're emotional. We get into it. We overreact. That's what we do. That's what Twitter's right. for, right? And yeah, I mean, and then they come out, and I'm like, oh, look at our team. They just won yeah. nine to four. <laughs> so it just you depends. even got like fandom is fickle. You even got like dispatch beat reporters. There's like calling people jackasses and stuff. That shit was yeah. so like, funny. Like this, this stuff is wild. <laughs> Brian, Hedgers. What are we doing? <laughs> Hedgers. <laughs> that shit was so funny. <laughs> Hedgers, cool. I like Brian Hedger. I know him. Oh, I've, I got nothing against the dude. That tweet was hilarious. It's just I a, also and he tweeted it at another one of my good friends, yeah. Justin Needham. Needs yeah. him because yeah and. That whole thing was just so weird. And now Hedger's like going on this Twitter rampage. Oh, he is just, he's, 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 he's doubling and just, down, tripling down. And just well, like, like going after people. Is, he deleted it. Like, do you think when that mm -hmm. kind of thing happens, they type it out just to get it out of their system? Or he sent it thinking it was a good yes, idea? Yes, because I've been there and I've learned to just draft it and then go back and read it later and look yeah. how dumb I was. So I've also learned my lesson in that. And many times when I have the really dumb tweets that I should never send out, I had been drinking a lot that night and I've sent some of those out with instant regret. Oh yeah. So now I just like, I don't, I hardly tweet at all anymore. It's much yeah, easier I, that I, way. I don't yeah. really ever tweet about it unless I'm really drunk yeah. and I hit send. I'll wake up in the morning and be like, well, I meant it last yeah. night. So <laughs> don't worry. Like I read people's tweets and I respond in my head like, what a, that's, I think we should stupid. make an artillery burner. <laughs> who says, who, who says, who says, right? yeah, yeah, who says who there's, not. there's not? Why don't I have the sign in? You don't even tweet off the, the main account. You haven't earned it. Yeah. There might be one out there. I'll there might it. be. I'm taking my talents to another niche. <laughs> we might podcast. be. <laughs> we might be burning on people. Who yeah. knows, huh? Trolling. It's just, it's been, it's been entertaining to watch, to say the least. And, and very have, entertaining. And I have done my best to avoid it at all costs. It's even better when you know you're not like a part of it, right? Oh, like, I love it. You don't I have to worry it. about what people are saying because <laughs> you're, like, you're just reading what everybody else is saying about each other. Yeah. Always everybody's me. mad at each other on Blue Jackets Twitter right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, they get so pissed. It's, it's legitimately very entertaining. Everybody takes everything so personally. You're not allowed to have your own opinions kyle of course not like that's just frowned upon even worse world. how dare you defend them to me yeah right it's wild it's mm -hmm. so funny wild but all right anyways so uh going back going back we could <laughs> wait got sidetracked i'm um, gonna attack you personally because you don't agree with me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um just like little chihuahuas you think my opinion about what we should be doing <laughs> play style i'm so sorry all right <laughs> swoop it <laughs> all right there you go. all right so uh going back to uh what we we're talking about before we got sidetracked uh, yeah, so Jackets 105 goals for, uh, which is crazy. Second in the Metro, by the way. Uh, you love to see it. it. I asked the question how, but we already answered that. The goal's against, obviously. Uh, yeah. Not great. Um, also, that Buffalo game, 9-4. Second highest scoring game in team history. Can you name the first highest scoring game? Not you or not you. I want Braden to do it. What the fuck? <laughs> Can you, what's the highest scoring game in team history? Um, And against two. And what Ooh. did they score? Can I ask one question? <laughs> Can I ask one question? One question, but I don't know. Or it's a two-parter. Okay. How recent and was it? And it was ten goals, right? Two thousand sixteen. Uh, I might be a little lost on that one. Um, you, you you were right to begin with. It's ten goals. Yeah. Yeah, I figure. <sighs> How much did the team that we played score? Oh, oh, oh! I think it was close, wasn't it? 
No. Oh, Braden. <laughs> no, nah, then I'm lost. All right. <laughs> I didn't watch. I didn't watch much when I was in high school. For I, those of you listeners who are who are now be screaming at the at your car ten, radio. Ten zero versus the Montreal Canadiens. Hey, good for uh, us, man. Warren, who was the goalie versus who was the goalie in net for the Canadians? Montoya. 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 And they did. They let him in for all <sighs> ten. What a I, game! I met. Oh God, I love being. Because I made a little meme. I can't remember his first name. When I think of Montoya, I think of, one, I think of Juan yeah. Pablo Montoya from NASCAR. But I think of Anigo Montoya. Yeah. Because I put you like his father. So for Prepare to die. I said, my name is Anigo Montoya. You <laughs> scored on me. Prepare to score again. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you were there with me, right? We were in the party. Or the oh, party. yeah. We were, we were in there. the party deck of mm-hmm. like triple A. That was a very bias. Good times. They could have been up 10 I was thinking they were up 10 in the third period and then let in nine. Well, that that would have been this year's team. <laughs> yeah, that's what be, I was yeah. thinking. That's where my headspace is. Not at. a Tortorella team. Are you kidding me? Um, all right, we got balls. Moving on to the first segment. Philly has balls. Finally, yeah, we're there now. We're there now. Uh, youngsters playing well when they play. That's our title for the first segment. When they play. When they play. Uh, so yeah, our young talent when they get the ice time. Lately, you know been playing well you love to see it buffalo obviously a prime example of that you had goals by fantilli you had the marchenko hat trick quickest hat trick in franchise history by the way nuts Uh, i've seen conflicting reports that really it was jeff carter who had it didn't he wasn't the stat he had the fastest back-to-back goals he had the fastest back-to-back that's what he had the the fastest natural hat trick in franchise history i was seeing people like Reporters saying that it was Jeff Carter that had the fastest. Google. You know what? But then Kyle? there was other ones saying that it was Marchenko because the, Jeff, fuck hey, Jeff Carter. The most reliable source. Hey, the most reliable source, media source in Columbus today on my ride home told me it was the fastest natural hat trick. In All right, good. Yeah. And that was, was 97.1 the fastest. <laughs> most reliable source. <laughs> and it's fuck Jeff Carter. Yeah. yeah um, even if it's true, it's Marchenko's I'm anyways. Yeah. Seeing. Uh, Marchenko's is the second fastest in Blue Jackets oh. history behind Jeff Carter's. Well, Natty, son Hattie, of a bitch. Uh, na- na- it might be the fastest natural. That's what I'm saying. Natural. Oh, okay. Natural. Gotcha. Yeah, and the Jeff- fastest two goals in franchise history. Yeah. Come on. Now. Jeff Carter, seconds yeah, part. Jeff Carter's was three minutes and 18 seconds. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely saw some bad goaltending from Buffalo last night. We did, but, oh, yes. you know, it's... You love to see the young talent, Fantilli with a goal, the Marcheco hat trick, Sillinger had a goal, Johnson also had a goal. In terms of the uh, the young guys, you know, getting in there and doing some stuff. Uh, can we talk about Marchenko? I know we talked about him no. a little bit off, you know, off mic before we started recording. But my God, this dude dog. is incredible. He's hot, absolutely hot. incredible. He is by far my favorite player on the team, and. Prior to, I know, Kyle, you called it like two years ago, but I will say, hey, at the beginning of this year, we did our season prediction episode, and I predicted he would have the most goals. You did. And I know damn well he's going to be the guy that has the most goals. He's going that way. Yeah, 13 right now. 13. Yeah. Dude, he's... I absolutely love to see what Marchenko's doing. Yeah, and that first goal is one of the filthiest things I think I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah between the nuts. legs with a guy on like defenseman through, pushing the him. defender's legs too. Yeah, yeah. Pretty wild, man. Uh, even the I was watching the Buffalo feed last night when I was watching the game. I, I like to dabble yeah. in the only uh, with the you know, with the other teams. <laughs> oh, it's fun broadcast. And they were even kind of like in awe, like, oh, did who is this Marchenko? We know Marchenko. Did he <laughs> yeah. really just do that? <laughs> yeah, that was unreal. So that was that was kind of cool to listen to. Uh, Kirill Marchenko is is the guy we're going to start building around. I think, I mean, Fantilli's there. 
we have a core. It, it's it's showing its head. It's Kent Johnson. It's Adam Fantilli. It's Kirill Marchenko. I'm gonna put Goudreau in there. Zach Wawrinski. Oh, sure. Goudreau, yes. It, that's that's like the core that's like showing. The itself only guy right that now. I would probably leave out of that core is, in terms of like you know, somebody that should be providing like a very heavy offensive presence is line a yeah i mean i wouldn't even consider him there he's kind of the guy that makes your line better and as he has been i mean when he's he can make your line better he's supposed to make your line better but also chinnikov as well he's been playing well but yeah marchenko is he's unbelievable man that guy in in the way that he carries himself like even after he scored that the hat the third goal for his hat trick he didn't go nuts like he just he celebrated with his teammates. He brought them all in and gave them hugs, everything like that. Smiling, huge smile, obviously, but he doesn't get too low with, with his emotions and he never gets too high with his emotions. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very impressive to watch him play. Very impressive. I'm just concerned. So he is an RFA, so that's good for us. Yeah. I just don't have a lot of trust in Yarmo right now, and I'm just concerned how is he going to fuck this up because mm. we we he's a guy that we need on this team for years to come. And, you know, obviously we don't have the answers right now, but with the way that Yarmo kind of does things lately, I'm just kind of like, please, can you just, like, not hardball him, give him the money. He's an RFA. I know he's not going to make a shit ton. Come, He might get a bridge deal. Maybe we get him a long-term deal. I don't know what the, what this, that scenario looks like. It's got to be long-term. I, yeah. You know, I hope it. I damn well hope it is, but I just, you know, being an RFA, obviously we have the leverage there, but... Man, I just hope that they figure it out and they do it the right way because this guy has to stay in Columbus. That's why we have Davidson in my mind. Davidson is good with re-signing. Yarmo is good with the trades. I think that was historically what we had whenever Davidson left or before he left, and I think that's what will happen now. In my mind, that's how I see it. If they're if they're here, we'll see. I agree yeah. with that. I also think that maybe there's just some chess being played here because there's been trades talked about with this team for a long time. They don't have the cap space at the moment. Well, they do, but maybe next season mm-hmm. they're opening. They're looking to open more. The cap uh, ceiling goes up by like seven million dollars yeah. next season. Is it? I don't think it's seven. It's like six or seven million. Yeah, they're okay. they're backfilling from the two flat cap years from covid gotcha so they're they're adding more to the you know they're retroactively acting adding cap space okay (laughs) all of it so they've got it to go forward with him and and i i don't know if they're waiting to to make a few trades to open up cap for next year or or what's going on there but there is no reason in my mind you don't go and and sign this guy to a to at least a five-year deal yeah at least a five-year six seven million dollar deal six or seven million dollars this guy obviously is one of the better, the, probably the best player on this team right now and no, has been I, for a while. I, I can't, I mean, Goudreau maybe like when he's on, but like I, Marchenko to me. I feel me, like Marchenko's on all the time. All the time. Like he's all the always, time. Goudreau's a guy that, you know, he started off slow. He, he has his moments and and sure he's con, he's a consistent veteran, but he's just now kind of turning it on. But I feel like Marchenko's just, he's just, he, he gets it right away, and he's just a guy that's just, you know, he's just always there, always on, always doing his thing. Yes, every game, right? It's yeah. it's impressive to watch. I He has been the best player on this team for weeks, if not since the for the entire season. He reminds, me of, a, he reminds me of a kind of a, a former jacket, a Panarin-esque type of play. He's a playmaker. You know, he scores goals. And, and I know last year he didn't have any, like, hardly any assists, but that was his first year in the league, and he only played, <laughs> yeah. like, half the year. But he, he got the rookie goal. I know he record. did. I with, know. No, with like two yeah. assists. I know. 
Yeah, so like he was, he's there. Oh, it's there. No, it's definitely there. I'm there. He's yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think now? What do you think he scored? Thirty. We're thirty-two games in. Thirteen goals. There's about fifty games left. There's fifty games left on the dot. Um, I mean, he probably gets to thirty. At least. He gets to forty. I'm thinking like forty. Really? Like forty to forty. Like I think he's like. I'd say in the 30 to 40 range. This is maybe me overreacting and being super optimistic again, but I am in love with Kirill Marchenko, and I think that he flirts with the goal record yeah. this year. And, like, we're obviously, well, like, what we, is it again? 42. 42? Yeah. Was that Cam? Cam, uh, Cam and Rick yeah. Nash are tied for yeah. that, yeah. And we also talked about previously in the episode, I mean, we're, we have 105 goals for, which is second in the Metro, ninth in the league. Ninth so in like, the league. We're scoring the goals. It's just... Everything else just hasn't really followed suit behind it, but so like the offense, sure it's there, but which is something else we talked about in the preseason was the offense has been figured out. There it is, yeah. it's right there, and that's exactly what we know what's there and what they can do, even with the young guys in there. Now we need to figure out the defense and the goaltending, and I even kind of feel like the goaltending is getting really figured out. We I think we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk yeah, about it after. Think, yeah, sorry. I think it's there. <laughs> we're going to talk it's about the it. defense. And there's also a very interesting thing about goaltending that just popped up this past week that we're going to get into as well. Like, yeah, no, I saw um, So, yeah, so the young guys are playing, and they, they look good. My biggest frustration here, though, like for weeks, if not like a couple months, everybody was just like, screaming at their TVs or screaming at the ice, all the fans like, Pascal, what are you doing with these lines? Like, like even that Toronto game, or not the Toronto game, it was the Devils game at Nationwide where I was at. And uh, at one point, Pascal put Fantilli on the fourth line wing. And everyone's like, what are you doing? I know some guys have off nights, but like, for the love of God, my dude, like, let these guys get the ice minutes. Let them figure it out because this is not a season where we're going to make the playoffs. We're not, we're not going to make the playoffs. So, like, right. let the young, let this new young crop of players, this new young core figure it out. And so, for so many weeks and a couple months, we, I feel like the entire fan base was just like, let these kids play. Kent Johnson goes to Cleveland. Why? Like, let him back here. Let him play in, in I Columbus. I agree with that one. I do too. I, I think like, that was really, really good. Like for in, like twenty games. hindsight's twenty twenty. But like, I like needed. that move now. Uh, and I, I mean, never I, did. I tweeted it perfectly. It was about ten games, and then he came back, and he's been tearing it up. <laughs> he he did really well in Cleveland. It's what he needed. He needed to find his game again, and he came he back. Understood and, the assignment. Absolutely. Like we're not. This well, isn't a punishment. It wasn't like it, it is that, if you take it. Right. Absolutely. You're right. And it it wasn't something where they were like, Kent, you're going to the AHL. Pack your bags. It was yeah. something where they Pascal brought him in. They talked about it, talked about what he needed, and Kent Johnson agreed with all of this, and it was a mutual yeah. thing to where that's why he did that. And I think it was a good thing that they did. The The Fantilli minutes were questionable for a while, but I think that there is some... The word load management comes to mind, but it's, I mean, he's 19, and, and you don't want him playing top-line minutes against the top lines, veteran top lines in this league every single night as a 19-year-old. He's going to get burnt out. He's going to get hurt. And I think that they're managing that well. The The fourth line wing thing was part of that. It was weird, but it was just kind of getting him away from that top spot and letting him see the ice from a different perspective, All I think, is what is that was. All I'm saying is my boy, my boy Bucci, when it was, he had quote tweeted, uh, I forget which beat reporter like had tweeted on Twitter about like, hey, Fantilli, during, this, during the Devils game, he got dropped to the fourth line wing. And John Butchigras, who I I love, 
you know, he's a big Columbus guy. He quote tweeted with like a clown, like a gif. Like, you let the kids play. Let him play. What are you doing? Like, especially in the season that we're having, I don't want to harp on that again, but like, just let him play. Just let him do the thing. I fully agree with that in the aspect of like putting him on the wing. That's not where he needs to be. That doesn't make sense. Ever, ever, ever. But I do like I do see that aspect that Pascal brought up <clears throat> at one point that you you talked about. Like when it comes to crunch time, I don't want to put the the weight of the game on these young guys. I do in this season, yes. And I think it's going to be a slow transition to like towards the end of the season. You're going to see that because it's going to be like, all right, these guys have been put in enough positions to where they've been proving themselves. We're going to start relying on these guys because they're the ones that are doing it. I disagree there because I feel like the veterans weren't doing it to begin the season, nor have they been doing it this season at all. And we see what happens when, you know, we give minutes to these young dudes and how they perform. And that's where I'm Grants talking about. Still not transition. a perfect season by any means. Yeah. But you don't want to continuously be like, all right, young guys, you want to hope that your veterans can come through. The, the difference to me is proven that's it. why the transition's coming. Uh, some, I mean, that's not necessarily true. Like, warinsky has been doing well, and he's a veteran at this point, right? Sure. Yeah. How old is he? 25 now? 26? Yes, but he's been here for a while, yeah. Right. He's a, he's a veteran guy. He's been playing well. There, there has been... Danforth, I, I would consider a veteran like hockey player. He Maybe is, not yeah. in this league. This mm-hmm. is his second year. He's 28, 29 years old. But he is. But, he, but yeah. he's a veteran person, right? Like He has the, the mental maturity as a, of a 20... He has 20, the mental maturity of, you know... I wouldn't say a National Hockey League player, but he has the mental maturity of... I, like dis- a, I think he of, does. Well, yeah, no, for sure. Like He's a great player. But I, he's only been in the league full time, like what, two years? Two years for sure, so and not like, last year. He tore his labor and was out still, most of the season. There's still growth there for that. I think he has the men- mental maturity of like a 28 year old. But there, corrali has been playing well. He's been anchoring that fourth line all season and yeah. kind of been like not really in the spotlight. But that's what that fourth line's for. He's a veteran guy. The the veteran guys have been doing well. It's just not. The veteran guys that we're paying all the money to, right? Like Goudreau and Line A. Those, yeah. those veteran. And if you want to call Line A veteran, I mean, he's uh, he, getting to, to that point. For he's sure. getting there, right? Goudreau is. Goudreau's 30 years old. He's been in the league forever. And he's someone who struggled a lot to begin the season. And I think that correlates to the young guys also struggling to begin the season. And they had to make changes because of it. Yeah. And now we're kind of seeing the results of that. I mean, Kent Johnson's coming off, right? Like going crazy. And, and a lot of these young guys are doing well. Yeah, so to what you're saying right there, so I got this uh, stat from old Jeff Sabota, um, the Jackets uh, Jackets Insider. He tweeted this. He said, Fantilli's last nine games, he's 5-4-9, so five goals, four assists, nine, nine uh, total points. Marchenko's last seven games, six goals, two assists, eight points. Johnson's last six games, three goals, five assists, eight points. And Chinnikov's last five games, uh, five goals, four assists, nine points. So, dude, the young guys are popping off right now. And Chinnikov is crazy, man. Like, ever since those, those uh, what is that, the last five games, pretty much five games ago, maybe six games ago, that that uh, tweet came out with the screenshot of the, of the text from Chinnikov's agent saying that Chinnikov, like, yeah. doesn't want, wants to trade. And that that was, and then ever since then, Chinnikov's been playing on that second line with the with his other Russian that was guys. Five head thinking right there. Great, like what a leak by Big that brain agent. Plays yeah. by that the agent. agent deserves all the money. He got Chinnikov to where he belongs. And no, 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 we'll play. We'll play. We'll play. Yeah, we're not trading him, and for a damn good reason. Obviously, 
nine points in the last five games for Chinnikov is un- and, and most of the and five goals and I'm on pretty that. Pretty sure he was going into this last game with Buffalo. I think he had like a five goal like game streak and it ended last yeah, night. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. You didn't say it in the mic. Shout out, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I said it backwards, but anyways. Um, yeah, so, I, I, yeah, I feel like moving forward, no question, like, let them play, let them figure it out. Like, this season is just a season of of developing this core group of young guys, and I just don't want to see, see any irrational moves by Pascal where we put Fantilli on the fourth line wing again. Like, that's bullshit to me, but that's and, my thoughts there anyways. And I'll say... A couple months ago, someone asked about when they're going to figure it out. I said, towards the end of December, we're going to start seeing it figured <laughs> out. Yeah, you said Can that. Can you find there that? Because I feel like you're just it's on the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I don't listen to it. It's like the second one, the past two I was on. I don't listen to it either, but I remember I said that, and I was like, <laughs> You haven't been here in years, Producer dude. Braden, uh, go back and find that real quick. And yeah, yeah, clip yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And then let's get All it right. in the show. Uh, right now? Right yeah. now, right yeah. now. It's above my pay grade, which is zero. You get about so, 45 <laughs> seconds. It's all ours. Go ahead. All right, before we get into our next segment, we got to talk about our great sponsors. First one, High Bank Distillery. High Bank Vodka was named the best vodka in America again, this time from the Barley Corn Awards. The John Barley Corn Awards is an international competition created by spirit writers to recognize the prominent distillers, marketers, and designers of spirits in the industry. High Bank was blown away by the support, as always. Uh, remember, vodka isn't all the same, but High Bank just kicks it out of the water. Mm-hmm. In addition, High Bank took home seven additional awards uh, for their High Bank Vodka, their Whiskey War Barrel Proof, their Whiskey War Double Double Oaked, their Whiskey War Double Oaked, their Midnight Cast Barrel Proof, their Whiskey War, their Whiskey War Barrel Select, a bunch of those got straight up golds, and like, and two of them got silvers. Uh, so if you listen, if you're looking for something to drink locally distilled here in Columbus, Ohio, check out High Bank Co. or go to one of their two locations. They have the OG location in Grandview, right across from the Grandview Yard, and they also have their new location in the New Albany Gahanna area. HighBankCo.com for more details there. Then we got Seat Geek. I'm on it right now. I'm looking over at these things, and I'm curious. You know, I see I can go see Drake and J. Cole on February 20th for $134. But you know what? I wish it was like $114. (laughs) Well, guess what? What? You go to SeatGeek.com or download the app SeatGeek and you use the promo code CBJA for your first time purchase with any email and you get $20 off. What's that promo code? C-B-J-A. Columbus Blue Jackets, asshole. That's what it stands for. That's what it stands for, because I thought it was artillery. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Asshole. That's right. Travis Scott, January 24th, $79, baby. Nate Bargetz, January 12th. Bargetzy. Bargetzy. (laughs) $55. (laughs) Probably my favorite. $35. He's my favorite comedian right now. (laughs) He's hysterical. You sound like a used car salesman. You'll pay $35 for the seat, but you only need the edge. SeatGeek.com or download the app SeatGeek. Use promo code CBJA. SeatGeek. Seat your geek. That was incredible. I don't know why I, I did the high bank read at this point. The high bank. 
<laughs> Sorry, I crossed my legs as soon as I said. God, that. I, am I, I think I'm, I need a cigarette after that. <laughs> for what? Well, they don't have a promo code for that. Sorry. Oh. I got Zen Zen Coolmint Sixes right there. If you want to pop you just another one in, made love to my ear holes. Yeah, oh, right. <sighs> that was Dang. nice. That was nice. I like that. <laughs> Remember, that was a big thing. It get me one. What? Of them Which ones? What? Whenever uh, I would say, Oh yeah, I you. Like that. You should bring that back. That was a big thing. You should definitely bring that back. That was back. a big thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you didn't listen to the episodes prior to you being on them, Braden. Yeah, but why the fuck would I listen to something I'm not on? Okay. Well, Warren <laughs> would always say, I like that. Yeah. I need you to start saying that again. It was a, it was a big deal. I feel something like Ooh, I'm doing primal it Kyle. in my system when you say that. I'm doing yeah. two upper deckers right now. I know a two upper decker. <laughs> I right. got four of my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, I'll put a whole pack of my other in my I can't be able to see it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next segment, segment two. Ooh. I already did the swoosh. He's, he there it is. Seg- did- segment two. <laughs> can't do anything about the swoosh. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, and he's Producer bad with Braden. the mic. <laughs> I already did it with the swoosh. <laughs> well, because I was I already did the swoosh, so I had the beer in my hand. <laughs> I was busy. All right, here we go. Gosh. Segment two before we uh, do CB Jeopardy. Uh, so this one is interesting, right? So uh, I was listening to th- the Thirty Two Thoughts podcast, which is very informative. Pod- very informative podcast. Did I, I still <laughs> yeah, try, try it again? Try Third again. time. Inf- A very informative. Informative. <laughs> informative. Uh, Elliot Freeman, Jeff Merrick. I think it's the best hockey podcast Just, on the market. On. Did I get it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Informative. Informative. I think you should just let somebody else do it. <laughs> Informative. There we go. That's the word. Informal. Uh, I listen to every episode. They are very, very. Oh, they're great. And like they're good very insights. informative. Yeah, yeah. And so most, you know, anything that they say, usually they have pretty well. They're pretty well connected within the league, right? Like I think we all know that listening to, to these to these guys. And um, also they relay it well. Elliot Freeman is one of the best in the business. Oh, is the for, best in the business for sure. So. Uh, we're going to talk about Elvis here now because so um, he had said in a, in a recent 32 Thoughts podcast that both the Blue Jackets and Elvis are open to a change. Um, however, let's just let me preface this. This is not mean Elvis is requesting any type of trade. So there's no reason to get on Elvis for any type of thing. Right. So um, get. I think what that means is that Elvis, it's been talked about. Between front office and Elvis, that if the trade comes along, that he would be willing to waive his no move clause for. Yeah, he would be up for that. Uh, I think both parties are would if if the right deal comes along, it's not going to be trade me at any means necessary. But sure, it's, sure, if something comes along to where he's going to a spot he wants to be in, and the Blue Jackets get a good return, it's going to take a perfect storm. Yeah, is what that yeah. means exactly. So this is not Elvis wanting out of town. This is just a, you know, they've sat down, they've talked about it. Potentially, and you know the the option is there. Um, do we think that Elvis's days in Columbus are numbered? No, not necessarily. But I do think they are closer to being numbered with how well Jet Greaves came up and played. And I mean, not saying Tarasov has played great. I don't think he's necessarily played bad either. I will say with both of those young guys coming up and getting multiple looks and playing pretty well. I would say Elvis's days are closer to being numbered, but I wouldn't say they're numbered yet. 
Yeah, it's hard to it's I think it's hard to tell. Uh I mean Greaves came up, played well. He's played two games. He's got like a nine thirty seven. Yeah, didn't didn't he set the record for like saves in his in his first three games or something like that? There was some crazy stuff. Yeah. I forget yeah. what it is though. It was like seventy three saves in his first three games. And yeah. It was the it was more than that. Was it? Like eighty something. All right. But yeah, it was like it was like most saves in his first three games as a goalie. So yeah, and he's he's got a nine thirty seven right now in the league, which is good. Not a lot of sample size for him. Yeah. I, I don't think that... But, I mean, him play, his play in Cleveland, granted, it's the AHL, sure. Playing amazing right now. Yeah, he's playing... Mm-hmm. He's great. And he's a, what are they, first place? Like, just blowing it out of the water right now up there in Cleveland? Third, second, or third... Yeah, first he's playing great. Conference. He's yeah. playing great in Cleveland, yes. Uh, his size is a concern, right? Like, he's playing great now, but his size is always a concern. He's like 5'8". He's not a big goaltender, which is what teams Aww. are looking for. They're looking for anything over six foot Cute. at this point. <laughs> Don't call him that. Uh, he's but a petite yeah. prince, all right? Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's playing well, but I, I don't think Elvis's days are numbered because of what Jet Greaves is doing. Oh, sure. I, I, I'm I not insinuating that. I don't think we I know are. you weren't, but yeah. I, I just, I think his days are numbered because his contract is moving forward, I guess. But at the same time, like, they may be looking for a trade for him if it's packaged together with a defenseman, possibly, which is what they've been doing. But they're not exclusively like looking for a trade for Elvis right now because of the way that he's been playing. It'd be dumb to like try to get rid of him in that contract at the moment because he's been he's been really good this year. Oh yeah. Very, so very and like yeah, it, the the actual play of the Jackets this year. Like if you look at it on paper you're like, "Oh, Elvis, you're bad." No, no not at all. Like Elvis has looked very good. Maybe to and start. I mean, I know you were kind of off him as at, at the beginning when, yeah, and you have been when he's out for a week with an illness. I know that you've been. No, I've been very critical of his consistency to be reliable in the sense of like he's hurt, he's sick, he's hurt, he's sick, and then he comes back and there's there's no consistency because he doesn't have his game and he's got to figure it out. And he, I feel like that's kind of been his struggle the past couple of years. But he's definitely gotten into a groove to where I I appreciate what he's done this year. And, and the play in front of him and our record is not indicative of his play at all. Um, I think he's looked very good this year, and I think the Jackets see that, and I think other teams around the league see that. And I think he I think he is valuable, and I think come trade deadline it might be interesting. Um, the one kind of thing I'm I'm that kind of caught my eye, especially the past week or two, is so like since being activated off the IR, like what was it mid last week, we, we've only seen him play once. We've seen Tarasov get, you know, two starts, and he's healthy. Elvis is healthy. So are the Jackets trying to maybe, you know, limit Elvis's play because he is healthy and maybe there is a potential deal on the table? Yes. I think yes, but also no. I mean, part of it, yes. It's it's definitely, like, intentional that Tarasov has started the last two, right? It's not because yeah. – it's not out of necessity. No. They, we've got three goaltenders right now, and – in the league, uh, instead of the standard two, mm-hmm. Spencer Martin is is just the solid backup, right? He's the guy. He's the back. He's maybe not solid, but he's a backup. <laughs> I think it, so. You, you're you're he's kind played of well. You're two looking and nine for he's played well for a backup. He's two and nine. He's two and nine. Okay. Yeah, and hey, so better than one and ten. <laughs> above that, you're kind of looking to see. You're you're almost trying out Tarasov off of an injury to see like yeah. who's going to be your guy going forward and. Who do I think they're going to move? That's why they're playing Tarasov to see what he can do, which he's been good-ish for the most part. And 
I, I, I truly believe that they are just like getting Tarasov stats so that there's something to put behind a trade for him and or Elvis. I, I yeah. think that those are going to be a package, but not both of them together, but with a defenseman or something like that going out. Yeah. But there's, they're deciding which one is going to move out and which one's staying at this point. And something's going to happen before the deadline. They're not moving any of these goaltenders down. They would all have to go through waivers at this point. Yeah. So one of the three is going to be traded before the deadline. So we're looking at Jet staying, though. I, th- I think Jet should absolutely be staying, yes. Jet agrees to staying in Cleveland. Yeah. Hey. He's but oh, with yeah. the, the okay. goal of him being here. Yeah, being, eventually, but yeah. not this season. Yeah, so like, I guess there's my, no my, room for him right now. My next question is yeah. do, do we ever see a scenario maybe this season where Martin gets traded? Because I think teams are interested in Martin because he, he has played well despite the record. Um, and then we move Jet Greaves up to Columbus and Elvis but maybe gets traded, and now we have a new tandem of of, of Tarasov and Greaves. Do we ever do we see that happening? Maybe this no. year at all? I don't. I don't think. Like I said, you have Martin as the backup, right? Warren, you have a thought. Yeah. Good. I do. Why would you put? Why would you push Tarasov to the NHL and not let him play some games after he comes back in the AHL? To where it's more comfortable for someone coming back, A, from an injury, and also, like, if you might trade him away, it's easier to get better stats in the AHL level than NHL. That's well, that's what games. teams are looking. They're not looking at AHL stats. Yeah. They want to know what you do, can do in the league, right? I yeah, mean, that's... But then it's like those two games, he hasn't been that great. They haven't been bad, though. Like, uh, he's he's showing solid, and, he, and he's been out for a while. He hasn't played an NHL game in a long time, and he's quickly coming back into it, I think. The last two games, he's improved throughout each period as he goes forward. Yeah. He has. And so I, I truly believe that right now what the team is doing is looking at the two starting goal, two potential starting goaltenders for this team going forward, and that is Elvis and Tarasov, and they are determining which one they can afford to move yeah. for the right price. Yeah. Like, to me, I, I think I do, like... You know, I, I raised that previous question just to kind of see what your guys' thoughts are, obviously, but uh, I think... They keep Greaves in Cleveland because they have a very successful team. So why not just ride him out there and see if they can win the Calder up there? Um, but I think when it comes down to it, come trade deadline, I listen. I mean, I like what I've seen out of Elvis so far this year, but I could see potentially like if Tarasov pops off, we know we kind of know a little bit of what we have in Greaves. Like he's looked. In this small sample size we have gotten, he's looked mighty impressive in Columbus. So, like, I would not be mad about giving him an opportunity at some point here, maybe next season. Um, but I don't know. I could, I could see this being a future tandem if if the you know the, the conversation of Elvis moving at the trade deadline is on the board. And I now something else we're not thinking about is another goaltender, uh, and that, an extra option that we're not even thinking about is Sergey Ivanov. Now it doesn't have anything. It'll be a while. It doesn't have anything to do with this season, but going forward through the future, that's what they're look. They're not just looking at what they can do this season. They're they're past that at this point, I believe. Yeah. Sergey Ivanov has a chance to be here next year. I, I think that's a, that's maybe an outlandish chance that he's here next season. He's still a young goaltender, but he's doing really well in the KHL this year. He is, and I I don't see why if he continues to do that and he shows maturity, why he can't come over to the AHL and and develop here next season. So that's another option I think they're looking at is to win when Ivanov can come and what that's going to affect going forward with the Tarasov and Elvis thing we're dealing with right now. That, that is definitely young. something there because he is crushing it in the KHL. Like he he's is. doing very well. He is, but 
So did Elvis at uh, in uh, with uh, Latvia. Yeah, Latvia. and then and he came it took here. Him and- a long time to get adjusted, but uh, that's not my point. My point is, I, I just think Sergey's just too young. He was he nineteen. He, yeah, he's nineteen right now. It'd be like twenty-two before I think he should be touching the ice. I here. I agree. I mean, and and generally speaking, in the NHL, you're not seeing goaltenders make their way overseas until they're 23 24 right yeah. i mean and then they develop in the league at that age yeah that's the general consensus unless you're the best goaltender in the world, world. Yeah. uh patrick waugh whoever like you started there's 20 years old but yeah i mean I, I could see that being a possibility for next season why they're looking at this and and basically they're, we're trying out the two starting goaltenders right now it's what's happening that's why elvis is not playing every game because they know that they're not going to win anything this season. They know that already, and then now they're trying oh, yeah. to figure it, out what's going to be back hey, there. It comes all the way back to, let's play some young guys and see what the fuck happens. Absolutely. See what happens. And I am a Jet Greaves fan. I, I think that he is great. I, I He's done well. He's a great person. I got to talk to him in Traverse City one year. He's just all around. I think that he would be a great goaltender here. But right now, contra- contractually, it's not in the cards. He's not going to be back well, up yeah, here. Well, yeah, unless like, injuries occur, right? I mean, unless injuries, obviously, yeah, having three goaltenders is wild right now. And, you know, we'll see what happens in that scenario. Also, come trade deadline, there could be something that goes down. Um, but, yeah, like contractually, like keeping him in Cleveland, Cleveland, especially with the success they're having right now up there, like just maybe let him ride it out there. We'll figure it out. But I, I, I could see long term, you know, maybe something going down with Elvis in in a trade scenario where we do, you know, we have a tandem of a Tarasov and a Greaves, but maybe, maybe come next season. I don't know. But yeah. All right, everybody. It's time for CB Jeopardy. Why are we playing prices, right? Music. Who cares? Know. We're okay. playing CB prices, right? Jeopardy. <laughs> I'm not going to do that whole voice the whole time, but I will use like a little bit of a voice. So, who won <laughs> last time? I think it was. I have no idea. I think it was Kyle. I think it was me, too. I, I do believe uh, so. It was me. I almost said me, but that was smarter than a fifth grader. I feel like you, you did win that. Here you are smarter than a fifth grader. Good I'm for a you. genius compared to a fifth grader. <laughs> they would say. Thank God. <laughs> they would say. So we're going to go ahead and we'll start with Kyle when we play, but the rules for this are just like Jeopardy. We have four categories. We have Christmas. We have foreign Christmas. Oh, God. Foreign Christmas. Foreign Christmas. We have Christmas songs and we have CBJ. Oh, sorry. Is that your buzzer? No. (laughs) Sounded like Goofy. We should also give all of our buzzers. (laughs) Yes. Jordan, your buzzer is. Kyle, your buzzer is? That's a good one. Brady, Brady. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Those are our buzzers. So four categories, four most questions. segment. <laughs> <In each. laughs> it's amazing. Some way. We're going to start with Kyle. You have the board. Christmas. Four uh, Christmas. Christmas song. CBJ. Let's go Christmas for 400. Christmas for 400. Bob. Why not 200? Shut up. You can pick that when you pick. I don't shut up. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> For 400. One in three men wait until this day to do their Christmas. Kyle. What is December 24th? That is correct. I Dang. will take that. 
I was going to say that, but I didn't buzz in. I was also going to say that, but I want to make sure I heard the question. You guys don't wait until yeah. the day before to do your Christmas shopping? No, I, I, no, I, I just did, I just did mine today. Hey. I just wanted to hear the rest of the question, but you One just figured three. it out. One in three. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. You're right. All right, Kyle, you still have the board. Uh, let's go Christmas for 600. Christmas for 600. Uh, what? I'm sorry. I'm getting all kinds of notifications. Can you not? I have to turn my <laughs> notification sound on for my buzzer to work. It's This app sucks. I'm sorry. Get a better app. Get the Boeing app. For 600, consumers buy around 2 million of these sugary Christmas loaves each year. Guile. What is a fruitcake? Fruitcake. Wow. Oh, damn. Wow. Christmas loaves. You said loaves, and I think that's what threw me off. Yeah, that threw me Sugary off. Sugary loaves. I'm so sorry about the random sounds. Hold on. Let me, let me I try don't think it picks <clears throat> up on the mic. Yeah, it doesn't work if my silent mode is on. Ah. Sorry. Okay. Wow. It's crazy. My that. app works if my silent mode is on. Oh, well. <laughs> the good news is you still have control of the board. <laughs> yeah, let's do... Uh, you know what? Let's go foreign Christmas for six hundred, please. Oh six hundred. Can only imagine what the what is foreign I can Christmas. Only imagine it's Christmas. Is That's not, a great song. Could be Canadian Christmas. <laughs> I can only imagine when that day comes. <laughs> I'm gonna find myself standing in the sun. Foreign Christmas for six hundred. We grew up in the church. You can tell. <laughs> This Christmas plant, popular for its red leaves. Oh my God. What Jordan. is the poinsettia? Poinsettia. Come on. Oh <laughs> I might get washed in this one. Which country is that popular in? Mexico. Ah, <laughs> oh, I knew it. <laughs> I don't think that was the answer. It could have been. I don't it know. wasn't it was the question. It was part of the question, I'm sure. I just wanted him to finish, you know. All right. All right. Jordan, uh, I'd actually control. like to strike his answer because he didn't say what is. Mm. I, I said we'll I did say that. We'll Maybe. give it to him. We'll, uh, we'll pay attention this time. Let's okay. just hawkify it a little bit. Let's go CBJ eight hundred. Mark Dennis. <laughs> CBJ eight hundred. This CBJ prospect will represent Team USA in the World Juniors. Jordan. Who is Jordan Dumay? No. Oh, damn. I saw I saw the tweet come out about somebody. Kyle. Who is Denton Matejchuk? No, he's Canadian. No, Fuck, he's from Brayden. Who is Gavin Brindley? Yes. Shit. Good job. Brayden got. Oh, my God. Put your phone down. I cannot believe I said It's my boing buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a safe bet, but you didn't say who is. Yeah, I did. I said who is Gavin Brindley. Absolutely good. You have control of the board. What's the third Christmas song? Let's do Christmas songs for 400. Christmas songs for 400. Spotify. Oh, I'm looking at Warren. I can't read that far. That's crazy. You get back. Spotify has a playlist featuring 100 different versions of this holiday bop originally by Wham. What Braden. is last Christmas? Yes. Mm. Braden has taken the lead with 1,200 points. Kyle behind with a thousand and Jordan with a measly little six hundred. <laughs> I'm coming back, baby. Don't you worry. Bray um, Bray, still with the board. What is Christmas songs for six hundred? Christmas songs for six hundred. This is so stupid. <laughs> Singer Burl Eve suggests you say hello to these two types 
uh, Brayden. Oh. oh, I'm blanking on the lyrics. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm gone. Can you finish the question? Yeah, finish the, the question. No, you're already out. Singer Burl well, Ives. Out, yeah, 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 yeah. Singer Burl Ives suggests you say hello to these two types of people in a holly jolly Christmas. What are friends you know and everyone you meet? Yes. yes. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. I was trying to Dude, sing it in my head. I no, couldn't figure it out. I literally got, I said, say hello to friends. And I got through it in my head. And I was, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Say hello. Good job, Kyle. This may be contra- controversial with some people because they may say, oh, it's folks, you know. No, it's friends. But I it's, think if you get the I think song. It, I think it's in the Burl Ives version. Yeah. It's friends. Well, if you I'll get the song friends. right, you, if you get the question or the answer right, you have to sing the song too. The whole yeah, thing. are we I'll singing do- a song this Have year? Have a holly jolly Christmas. Yeah. It's the best time of the year. <laughs> Hello to friends you know uh, and uh, everyone you meet. There foo, it is. Foo, foo. All right. <laughs> Ruined everything. What is wrong and with you? You need to do last Christmas. You should do a lap around the <laughs> complex. <laughs> you want me to do a lap around outside? <laughs> no, we can't retroactively do it. Yeah, we can. No, we can. Yeah, we can. I don't even know the lyrics to last Christmas. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Nailed it. That was beautiful. Very well done. Hell yeah. All right. George Michael, who's the other one? I don't know. (laughs) George Michael Michaels. George Michael Michael. Michael Myers, I think. Not him. All right. Is it my turn? Guy is still on the board. Let's do CBJ for 400, please, Alex. (laughs) 400. How many points do the Jackets have at this point of the season? Brayden. What is 27? Damn it. I knew that one. So close. Cool, I knew it faster. All right, well, my rooster didn't crow very fast. My boing boinged <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> boing did boing. They do be boinging. Seen it. Brady, you got the board. Well, let's do Christmas for 200. Christmas for 200. The answer. This piece of clothing brought Frosty the Snowman to life. Brayden. What is the top hat? Are you serious? What is a scarf? Oh, no, wait, no, I, no, no, it's absolutely, no. it's absolutely the not in the lines. What? Oh, Those can are- I can, can I say it again? I had the answer. Jordan, what is uh, suede? No, I have it. I have it. <laughs> is blue suede shoes? <laughs> right. What is straw hat? That old straw hat. They find- dude. There's no way. Old. Silk hat. No, hold on. What did I say? Oh, you said suede. Oh, that I was, was close. Nah, you just said suede. Can we not like technicality top hat? Because in the animated movie, it is a top hat. That's not I the song, though. I did. I say in the animated movie. It's a good point. This is a load of fucking horse shit. Well, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys. Does he get it with him? No, 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 they're gonna say not, no because absolutely they don't not. get the points. Absolutely not. Yeah, no way. The mm. pettiest, just a, most fucking fickle group of competitors <laughs> I've ever met in my life. Big right, old next, X on that one. Game yeah. recognized game. All right, have next, some class. Next answer. Having said that, you are still in control of the board. <laughs> let's go. Let's go four in Christmas for four hundred. Four and four, four, four and four, four, four. four. Oh. Ooh, sorry. Four, four, four. 
This tradition no. This tradition began in ancient Greece as a blessing of fertility in wedding ceremonies. Gal. What is the th- Oh, I want to <laughs> Nope. Is that to do with Christmas? He said, he said yes. it began in ancient Greece as a blessing of fertility. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. What is the throwing of rice? <laughs> no. <laughs> for real. I, uh, for it. I thought that was a thing. Oh, no. Is it still practicing? Ah, Christmas? Sorry. Christmas related. Come on, guys. Oh. Right up. What is hanging a wreath on a door? No. What? Come on. <laughs> Jordan. At a wedding? Oh, for Christmas. This is just... No, it was, it again. It was a tradition in ancient what is, Greece. No, uh, wedding. What is, I thought I heard wedding Christmas for some reason. Tradition. What is putting you up a Christmas wedding. tree? Huh? What is putting up a Christmas tree? No. Oh. Um, you said wedding. Yes. It's in, in... This Christmas tradition began in ancient Greece as a blessing of fertility in wedding ceremonies, but that was in ancient Greece. Don't don't skip past it yet. One of us is going to get it. I sure hope so. Don't overthink it, guys. Yeah. What is opening fucking presents? Oh. I, I have no idea. Wow. I'm gen- like I'm lost. If you give me a second, I'll think of another tradition. But Jordan, what is singing Christmas carols? No, <laughs> I, I like that answer. What What is leaving out cookies for Santa? No. All right, we're oh, done. Boy. Give us the answer. Kissing under the mistletoe. Come on. I mean, there's no come on. That's such a (laughs) what? Mistletoe. I don't kiss anybody before marriage. (laughs) Literally, I've been kissing Whoville. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You get the points. Nobody gets the points. I get the points. You did the wow, 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 wow. Goes back to Brayden. Uh, We're sticking with it. Foreign Christmas for 800. Foreign Christmas for 800. Knock the category out. Get this thing oh, out Oh, we here. still have the 200. We still have the 200, but okay. I'll get this one right and then pick the 200. Got it, got it, got it. Answer. This two-time Academy Award-winning actor played Scrooge in a Muppet Christmas Carol. Who Rated. is Michael Caine? Yes. Never would have got it. I was going to say Jim Carrey. This child over here. Of course he would get <laughs> Dude, it. Dude, it's a great fucking movie. Big All the Muppets, Muppets movies with live-action actors are insane. And that was uh, from 1992. Yeah. Yeah, and then go watch... Uh, you were still in your dad's ball sack. I wasn't even... It, no, no he I didn't he wasn't sit in his ball sack for eight years. He shot a lot more than... I spawned in his nuts probably a month before he porked my mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> next next answer. <laughs> Braden still has the floor. For Christmas for 200, please. Also, Pastor Matt, if you're listening, that was Braden talking, not me. Uh, well, he says worse things at home, so... Thinner. All right, fair enough. Thinner. <laughs> in Germany, this frightening... Who is Braden. Krampus? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Get out of this category! Oh, it's cleaned out now. If it's blue jackets, we know we blow Brayden out of the water. <laughs> That's why I'm clearing out the other ones to build up a cushion. <laughs> Score check: Brayden is up with 2,600 points, followed by Kyle with a quiet 1,600 at this point, and Jordan with a measly still 600. It's all right, I'm coming back, baby. Dude, the one blue jackets question we had, I got right. So okay. fuck off. <laughs> we had two. All right. two of them. All right, Mark Dennis. All right, you have control of the board, Brayden. Uh, let's go to Christmas for 800. Christmas for 800. Closing it out. The true number of Santa's reindeer in the Christmas poem was the night before Christmas. Brayden. What is eight? Yes. 
Oh, man. <laughs> Braden knows it's Christmas, I'm apparently. putting both of you over my knee and spanking your bare bottoms. <laughs> bare I mean, bottoms. You know, it's a hockey podcast. We, have two, <laughs> we got two Christmas categories. And you can't even get mad because the two hockey questions I've gotten right. You've literally had Christmas in your life longer than the Blue Jackets. Technically, he's right. That's valid. That checks out. Right in. We have four more. Not too much longer. Questions. Um, so let's go with Christmas songs for 800. Christmas songs for 800. <laughs> Ooh, here we go. Your true love will bring you this on the sixth day of Christmas. I wish this was a video podcast. <laughs> what is Brandon. what is geese a dancing? Mm, no, you can't give me that one. Jordan. What is Swans a Swanin? No. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, I got it. I got it. Geese a laying. No. no, dude. Jordan. <laughs> oh, sorry. Kyle. Geese a laying. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> I had the bird right. <laughs> you did. That one fell into my lap. I'll take that. Yes, I'll it did. I'll fall into your lap. I'm sorry. I just really. Are you serious? <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? I know. I, <laughs> I have really overreacted. Not a big there. Christmas guy over here, apparently, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Damn it. All right, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, give it to me. CBJ for 200, huh? <laughs> All right. Why didn't you close out Christmas songs? Song. Because <laughs> you'll probably get it. Damn right. I'll probably get this one if history's. Standing true on this one CB Jeopardy, yes. This CBJ player is leading the team in points. Mm, rooster. What? Come yeah. on. Who that is, was there? Who is Zachary Rowinski? Zachary Rowinski. <laughs> even if you say and At least Rowinski. the last place guy got it. My lead is crazy <laughs> right now. So. I needed something. Come on. Give me something. I get to pick the next category. Cool, man. That's how Jeopardy works. Oh, there's yeah. only one left anyway, so it doesn't no, matter. No, Christmas songs for 200 is still more. in, and Ow. then CBJ for 800 is still in. Uh, <laughs> CBJ for 600, please. I meant CBJ 600. Please. Yeah. 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 Come on, I'm coming back. Answer. You can't catch up. I can. Marchenko set the mark for the fastest two goals. <laughs> what is 18 seconds? Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You came prepared today. Style. I got tired of the accusations that I don't know Puck. I know Puck. <laughs> All right, then the last Damn. question here. Christmas Damn. songs for 200. Grandma had been drinking. <laughs> Braden. <laughs> what is eggnog? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's no point in doing Final Jeopardy. Yes, there is. <laughs> I don't think there is. What if he gets it wrong? All right, that's fair, but okay. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're going to use our notes app on this one to uh, mitigate right. uh, pins and paper. Uh, what's the, the what turtles. are our, what are our points at so we can wager? We are currently sitting at. If you let me, can, Jordan is in first place. Just what? kidding. First, I'm about to say, <laughs> yeah, right. Jordan is in last place with 800 points. Don't laugh at me. Kyle is in second with 2,400, so not out. Jesus. And Brayden is in first with 4,200 points. <laughs> and Kyle. <laughs> I will let you place your wagers in, and I will let you know final Jeopardy category is holiday hockey. Holiday hockey. Hockey, Kyle. Don't have a fuss. All right. 
I'll give you. I have my wager. Seconds, I have my wager in. Eight. You said I was at how many points? Forty-two hundred. And don't forget to play the music <laughs> when we start the question. Not yet. Not yet. Not I know. Yet. It's not the Price Is Right music yeah, either. It's a. It's a, <laughs> it's a stressful one. <laughs> Everybody good? <sighs> Damn, we got we got steamrolled. That was brutal, Kyle. Yeah, get effed. Yeah, it wasn't Brood. good. That I was, mean, that was ridiculous. That was not a good look. <laughs> All right, everyone, Braden. let me see your score without show without looking at anybody else's, just to make sure you don't. All right. All right. All right. All right. Answer. It has been over 50 years since the last hockey game was played on Christmas. Oh, my word. When the California Golden Eels, Seals, sorry, Beat the L.A. Kings by this score. Begin. Dear God. (laughs) (laughs) No way you know this. He doesn't. He just gets... If you know it, holy moly. Holy moly. Holy moly. I'm regretting my wager. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will start with Jordan in last place. The answer, $800 he wagered. An answer he gave was five to one. That is incorrect. Damn it. Jordan drops to zero. Nice. Next, we will go to Kyle, who wagered all his points with 2,400, and he answered Two to one. That answer is not correct. <sighs> and we will go to Brayden, who put all his money on the board <laughs> as well, and he answered four to two. And that answer is not. Hey, scared money don't make money. Finish with zero. Nobody won. No. Scared money don't make money. One. What? Oh, so now on. what do we do? I'm the. I'm a genius. Uh, do you, can you come up with a question on the spot? No. Are you a genius or is he just a dumbass He's a for dumbass. wagering every single one of his points? <laughs> Scared money don't make fucking money. All right, you, you already made, made money. Doesn't matter. You lost. Scared. We all lost. We, we all, all lost, or we all won. It's a spiritual no what win. We say he's gonna go. Scared money don't make money. Scared money don't make money. <laughs> you know what this means? Next time we do CB Jeopardy, I start again because technically I'm still the last us. winner. Wow. Wow. Hey, I don't care. You can claim that. I'm still I the last the winner. Floor with you guys. Great. Wow. That's and not hey, how Jeopardy works, Brady. I spanked you your lost. bare baby back bottoms. Doesn't matter. That's not tied. Tell that to history, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell that to Ken Jennings and the one chick from Big Bang Theory who she was Jeopardy let go. Too. She just got let go. Yeah. All Good. that. I didn't like her. Let go of it. It's probably why. Yeah. yeah. I think it was. Uh, I think I was the end all be all decision. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Scared money don't make money. Smart. What was the final score? Zero, zero, zero. Jordan, zero. Kyle, zero. No, Braden, no, no. Well, zero. We all got zero. I'm out of the game. That was the final score. That was the final score. You wagered all your money. You wagered everything. Of the fucking game that was on the question. That doesn't... Oh, the final... <laughs> oh, got it. Uh, huh? What was the final score of the game you questioned us on? Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> three to one. I was oh, so yeah. close. I was closer. So was he. Yeah, no. technically. All right. Anyways. <laughs> all right, it's time to get social. We've got to wrap this up. I don't know how long we've been talking. Too long. Um, Actually, not as long as you think. Okay, fair enough. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's ask. Uh, All right, first question answer. from Zach at Zach Create, friend of the pod. 
Uh, eh, I uh, don't think I've ever nope. met Zach, but not a loyal member. <laughs> you said friend of the pod out of Bye. habit. Friend of the pod? No, he is. He's friend of the pod. Oh, friend of the pod. But we've never met him, so he's not a loyal little boomer. That's nope. how that works. Bye. Well, this will be controversial, but do you think with how well players like Bemstrom, Chinny, yep. etc., have gelled in the absence of Line A, that we may see a Line A trade? What would that look like? What do you guys think a Line A trade would look like? Is we've already talked about it, but what do you mm. think? That trade, if Lining so were to move out of here, would look my like. Honest opinion. So, I always take it back to like when Rick Nash got traded, and we brought in like three very influential pieces, like especially one being Dubinsky, another being Anisimov. Then we got like Tim Eric- Erickson, who was a defenseman, but he wasn't like you know anything crazy. But I think Line with the name recognition he has in the league and his ability that we know he can potentially pop off with. I think some teams are going to be very interested in a player like Line A. So if if I am I am definitely down to entertain it at this point. I really am. I truly am. Like For again, sure. I love Line A as a person. I think he's I think he's a good ass dude. He's embraced this city, sure. But I haven't seen what I want to see out of him in Columbus. And that kind of is almost a repeat pattern of a handful of players that come here. But I think if a trade were to come down, I think I think we get at least like two NHL guys. I don't think we get draft picks. That's not what I want. I don't think the front office wants that at this point. Um, I'm not saying we're going to get like blow you out of the water type players, but I think we're going to get players that are reliable, consistent in some aspect of the game. That's how I kind of look at it. Yeah, I, I agree with that to an extent. I don't know that he's worth as much as we think that he is here in Columbus at this point. I mean, his last two, three years of stats kind of, prove him down like he's he's definitely like digressed since he's come out of winnipeg like he's done worse here than he did in winnipeg right so oh yeah big time i maybe two nhl ready players sure but i i think that what that looks like is picks from a contending team who needs more scoring like florida uh might be somebody who needs somebody like that i mean a a team that's looking to hit a uh a playoff run that needs a scoring option would give up future picks for somebody like that. And I think that that's something that the Blue Jackets would definitely consider. Absolutely. Whether they want to or not, right? I mean, it's yeah. that's something that they would, if they need to move line A, because, I mean, that contract has to move at some point. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just I, at a point where, like, a player like line A, I just don't think that the front office is going to want picks. Like, I I think that they, they're, especially if Yarmo and JD continue on as general manager and president, like they're they're gonna want to like they want to build they want to not rebuild they want to build now so I feel like they're gonna bring in players that can help at this particular moment that's kind of where I'm at with especially with a guy like Line A so I think it comes down to I don't think picks are gonna be what we get maybe like it's a part of the package but we get a player like that's has been established at least a couple years in the league that we know can be a beneficial player to this lineup who I don't fucking know yeah. But that's kind of where I'm at with it. Ooh, uh, yeah, man, I don't get it either. It, it, <laughs> it picks. Yeah, no, it's not picks with Line A. It's it, not picks. But, but I mean, what? But like in, in this based scenario, off this season, we're not going yeah. off this season. We're going off of what line, who Line A is and his potential, right? Yeah, like, but like it, it, nobody wants to make a trade off fucking potential for a guy like that. But you never know. Like, You've already seen what he can do. You want him to be doing that when you trade for him. So we'd probably get picks out of it. No, Henry, if, not with we, line if we just do him, if it's just him, we're getting picks in my mind. 
if in reality, I think if we trade him, it's not just going to be him. There's going to be other pieces involved on our side and in return. Sure, and I, and I think that picks could come back with a with a line A trade. Yeah, but I think we get at least one, maybe two, NHL caliber guys that have been in the league for some years. Not like a lot, like I already said, but I think we get somebody back in return to kind of almost mirror like that Rick Nash trade where we got three NHL guys back, which helped our rebuild and like and that propelled us into you know playoff conversation after a handful of years. Maybe. That's where I see the line they at. So this leads into another question that I think is a good feed off. Uh, this comes from dot or uh, uh, period uh, at <laughs> Desner Nate. Figure it out, man. Uh, will trading line A have a negative effect on Fantilli? No, no. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I think it's tough to just say no there because I mean, again, Fantilli. I know that he shows that mental maturity as someone who's not 19 years old, who is maybe in his mid-20s, the way that he approaches things. But at the same time, he is still 19 years old, and and I think relationships are very important when you're that age. Um, Him and and Line have been tight, and they've lived together. Fantilli moved to the city and and moved directly with Line I mean, everything they've done is together. And I, yes, I think that moving line a would absolutely have a mental effect on Adam Fantilli. At the same time, I do think that Fantilli understands with his mental maturity that this is a business and and guys are going to move because nothing is permanent in the pros. Nothing's permanent anywhere in life. It's just not how things work in in any spot of work that you're in. Right. So I think that he does understand that, but there's he's a human being and there's no way that you can sit here and say that won't have any effect on him whatsoever because that's going to simplify there's going to have a mental there's going to be a mental aspect to that 100 that's yeah you're one of your best friends since you've moved here that's like not going to be here anymore that takes a toll yeah if it happens sure and i think we're already seeing fantilly overcome that on the ice because patrick line is not on the ice right now and fantilly is still playing very well and that's the only thing i care about for sure. Grant said, yes. Do, do I want players to be well-rounded in every aspect mentally? For sure. But at the same time, like it to what you said, Kyle, it is a business and players are in and out. Granted, Fantilli has not experienced that yet because he is brand new into this league. But, you know, is there going to be some type of, you know, you know, effect on Fantilli? Sure. Because like you said, he came into this league with Patrick Line kind of taking him under his wing. And, you know, if, if, you know, the cards are dealt and Patrick Line does move on and we're not suggesting that. We're just we're kind of just, you know, throwing it out there. Mm. <laughs> okay. But well, we have been <laughs> suggesting it through this podcast. But I uh, just saying we're we have been you know, we're putting it on the table. Um sure, like there there's gonna be something there with Fantilli and, and Line if if Line does get moved, but what what is promising is seeing Fantilli's play without Line on the ice and he's looked mighty fine and that's all I care about at this point. Yeah, that's a good point. I agree with that. I just want to go on record and Boys. say that I don't ultimately want him traded. Will he? Maybe, but I don't want Braden, your be. thoughts, producer Braden? Uh, producer Braden. Who Thanks. also lost to Jeopardy. Just uh, out there. Tied, well, fucker. Tied. Three. Uh, three-way tie. Oof. Love a good three-way tie. <laughs> still the la- I'm still the last winner. It's really <laughs> yeah, cool, it's Kyle. Um, but, no, I think that, obviously, it will affect him so, like it, it will affect him. One of his 
like Kyle said, he said it perfectly. One of his best friends since he's moved here. Guy that kind of took him under his wing and everything. Roomies. They're air fryer buddies. Buddies. They do love a good air fryer oh, meal. We we know that. Yeah. But I think on ice, I mean, you can't necessarily say that Line a not being on the ice and Fantilli still producing. That's a different situation than Line a not being here entirely. That's that's a true that's that's fair. Um yeah. but I don't think it will affect him too much. I mean, obviously, that's a good friend he has on the team, and I think they'll still be good friends even if Line A does get traded. I think Fantilli will still produce. He's a young guy that's trying to prove himself not only on this team but in the league, and I don't think he'll necessarily let a trade of somebody that he considers a close friend affect his performance on the ice. Because you do bring out that aspect of, like, he is, like, quite mature for his age. And yeah. There is that aspect of, like, he understands. It's, yeah, it's, it's like part. No. It's part of the game. Yeah. It's, it's part of the game. It's part. It's part of the game. But at the same point, he's nineteen and he's just now in the league. Yeah. But it also is something that maybe he should experience one time to see. And how he will, and he's going to because yeah. he's going to be here for a long time, yeah. and he's going to be in the league for a long time. And every team in the league does trades, so it, it yeah. happens everywhere. The the mental maturity part with Fantilli though is is something that I can't harp on enough. Is that it's far and away? Just it's it's truly unbelievable. Yeah. His perspective and mindset going into things mm -hmm. yep. as a 19-year-old. Truly. Cute. Huh. Uh, next question from Stu Sickles at BS Beef, friend of the pod. First, I'd like to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. Thank you, Stu. Thanks, Daddy. Stu. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Merry and Stacy also, Stu. Uh, in the spirit of the holiday, my question is, what is your favorite Christmas present you've ever received? Ooh. Great question, Stu. That's so, a phenomenal question. I think we've gotten this like last year, and I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat my same answer. Um, so mine was back when my parents were married. <laughs> 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 Ooh, don't laugh at that, you evil fuck. <laughs> Damn. This was Warren. back in like uh fourth. back when my parents were married. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. I think it's, it's the way he said it. I mean, yeah, it was, no. <laughs> and I even I even no, I, get, I, I went into it with fake oh. fake crying. <laughs> Uh, this is like fourth grade. Uh, so my mom like does all like the extravagant Christmas shopping and my dad, he would occasionally like chip, like chip in and like go out and venture out and buy socks, all, all of his sons a gift. <laughs> oh. Um, and he went to the local BP gas station and he, but it's oh, my nice. favorite gift to this day. Uh, because I was a kid and like I loved like playing with like matchbox cars and stuff. Yeah. He bought me a he bought me a replica of a BP gas station. Oh, the whole gas station. The whole Wait, gas what? Station. They sold those? Yes, Back in the day. I remember yes. that. Yes. Oh my god, I wanted one and so it had bad. The, it had the gas pumps, That's the wild. gas station that came with like a little gas tanker truck. Yeah, and you and could pull the truck through and shit. And I, I remember oh, to this day, my mom like I would play with that for hours. My mom like she went all out for me personally, and like, and I remember playing with that a bunch. My mom would be like. That really? pissed her off so much. Really? <laughs> you went the night before Christmas and bought that, and that's all he's playing with? You know that pissed her off. <laughs> yeah. What, they great. sold uh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, back in the day, yeah. I bet they still do. I was just at a BP the other day. I, I don't think anymore, yeah. Like that. Christmas uh, was a lot more Christmassy back in the day, but... That's well, because awesome. you were also a kid then. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I... Yeah. Adulting yeah. is weird. <laughs> it is. Being an adult at Christmas sucks, let's yeah, be honest. It does. Uh, but, like, is it... Also, being an adult, like, I love it for the fact that I get my socks. I get, like, everything I need in life. I hate having to ask for, yeah. like, realistic things for Christmas anymore. Yeah. It's like, dude, I've been running it's low on, like, favorite. nice jeans. I need some nice jeans. What's your favorite yeah. Christmas present you've ever gotten? Um, 
so it's a running joke every year. I always get because I was a kid, I was obsessed with Legos. I loved them. I always got Legos. You still and even, are. What do you mean? Well, but like now, that's what I'm saying. Like even now, into my early twenties, <laughs> yeah. I always still get a Lego set for Christmas. Not even yeah. super extravagant awesome. as it was when I was like eight years old. That's awesome. But I gotta say, I got it was a massive. It's it was one of the, it was one of the first sets they did. That's like the. They're in like the black sleek box. Like they're supposed to be super official. Yeah. They did an old set. It was like the AT-AT Walker from Empire Strikes Back when the Empire is shooting at the Rebel base. They had one of those that was about, I don't know how tall this is, like what, three feet? That's probably three feet. That's like three feet tall. And it was just, it was an insane build. And my parents are like, yeah, like we're, we're like we're really excited. We think this will be like a fun project for you. I did it in three hours, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Well, there goes a Christmas game." Right. But that one is my favorite. It was awesome. It stood up. Um, you could open up the top of it, put characters in and out. How many Lego sets do you build a year? Oh, a year? I like right now. You're what twenty three? Yeah, I would say a year probably. Because what is I have? I'm trying to run through them all. I think I have eighteen on display in my room right now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, That's fucking great. I love Legos. I just don't. I, would, I, would, I don't know the average. This year, I know for a fact I've built six. All so right. nice. I love it. Awesome. I'm here for it. Okay. Kyle or mine? Warren. Yeah, Kyle Warren. One of you. My favorite Christmas gift ever. I don't know how old I was, but it was a Nintendo 64. This is a long time ago. With a with Super Mario 64, and then also Star Fox. You know the game Star Fox 64. Yes. Star Fox 64 might be one of the best video games ever made. And I played as a six, five, six year old, played tens, hundreds of hours of that. As Did a, you have as a beard a, when you were a five year old? No. <laughs> no. No, I should have though. Did you have a bucket hat when you were five I played years old? so much Nintendo 64 when I was a, when I was a small That's child. That's a great console. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's. They're like antiques now. You can't really find those. I mean, yeah. and they're, they're expensive. expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. That. Cartridge specifically, Star Fox sixty four is like three hundred bucks. Yeah, I think on eBay, if you would have hold on, held on to that. Well, of course, but you know, I mean, yeah, that's just how everything is, right? But yeah, that that's absolutely my favorite Christmas gift ever. I'll never forget that shit. Warren, was yours a pair of shoes out in Gallipolis? (laughs) I mean, if we were so lucky, we'd get a pair. (laughs) (laughs) I man, it's so hard to like deviate from like childhood gift and like gift nowadays. So I feel like I'm going to pull away from like the childhood aspect and I'll say one of my favorites I've gotten. Is it a gift from your wife? It would. Yeah, it would be <laughs> from my wife. My, Very I, nice. My wife. So she got, it was one of those things where I am like, hey, my friend likes this. I got him this. And she's like, what? That's what you do? She's like, I make themes. And I'm like, you're crazy. You make what? She, themes. Like like she does themes. Like the, gift themes. Okay, like, gotcha. That so like every, is it like every year it changes? Yeah. So it'll be like, so one year for my birthday, she got me like, it was like a blue theme. So everything with the gift was like oh, blue. Okay, oh, and it, it, was, it worked, but I was just like, I can't do that. Yeah. And our first Christmas together, she got me um, uh, uh, Tyler Childers uh, vinyl. Good, yeah. good album. That's a great. It was kind Which of a album? reference. Um, Is it Purgatory? That one right there. That one right there. Purgatory. Yeah, Purgatory. And she was like, 
it was it was hard for me to not just do Christmas with themes, but here you go. <laughs> Here's these gifts. And that is like, funny though. It was like seeing her break the mold for like knowing how I do it. She did that way, and it was like there was more sentiment on that than it was like the gift, but probably that. It was like that first Christmas oh. with her mm-hmm. was nice. I will say I've never heard of people doing <sighs> themes. Like when I buy yeah. gifts for people, it's always like, oh, it's the Here same thing as you. It's like, oh, they like this. So, so I'm saw, gonna buy you that. I saw a TikTok about themes. Uh but it was for Friendsgiving. And every person that brings in like a like a dish or like a platter, it has to be a certain color. So like mm. and but like it would be like you could bring in like say if your if your color was orange, you could bring in like a flaming hot Cheeto type dish. Or if you're mm. if you're if it was like purple, it could be like, yeah, I don't know, like die like Mountain Dew like Baja something. What like, kind I, of friends giving are you going to no, like, hot but like Cheetos but, and Mountain Dew? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying, but it was like it was like a like a snack like friends thing like friends giving. Okay, like everybody That's brings in like like purple Doritos, which is like what the, the taco I don't know something or other. But mm. like you bring in like just a whole fucking like tray full of purple food items. Like it doesn't like the food's <laughs> not purple, but the bags are like the marketing is, and that was kind of unique, but. Anyways, that's a whole side Sweet thing. Sweet and spicy, oh, yeah. chili. Speaking of Doritos. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Uh, next question. Um, uh, quit Joe Crow at the status crow. Uh, I think it's a little bar. Front pump? I've seen him around. Imagine we're up 7-0 going into the third period. How many more goals would we need for you to not think, man, I don't know if we got this? I think an infinite number. <laughs> Uh, well, I can answer that At from six. the Buffalo game seven. from last night. We need two more goals than seven <laughs> yeah. for me to feel good about them was, not losing that game. It was yeah. five to breathe. So like, what? so like the uh, differential. Yeah, yeah like they needed five. Five. They were if imagine we're up seven nothing into the third period. Oh, How many more it, goals it, got would got we got need it. for you to not think? Got it. I did not listen to the first shoot, part of the question. That we need two more goals. <laughs> got it. So we need to score nine goals for me to not think. <laughs> yeah, and they also still scored four. And they were within three goals at one point. Yeah. No, so, they, they scored one of those. They only scored two in the third. It was seven to four at one point. We scored two yeah. in the third. So did they. It was seven two yeah. at the second. So that's yeah. yeah, two more goals. Yep, and nine to four. That's, that's how I feel comfy. That's what it's like. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would. I think comfy. I would need double digits. I think I. I need ten. That's <laughs> the most trustworthy <laughs> win we've had. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have <laughs> trust issues. Yeah, fuck. They hit ten and didn't let the other team score at all. Learned. I learned yeah. that today. Hey, after welcome. dude, after that Toronto game, I I don't even know what this. You point. know, we've been don't through games know. around here, like the Tampa sweep and all that. The Tenno Montreal game is the most famous game in Blue Jackets history, and it always it probably always will be until we beat somebody eleven nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like even the Nick Foligno twenty fourteen goal on Marc Andre Fleury to win the first oh ever. My God. Playoff game in franchise history is Good. still does still Good. not compare to the Tenno Montreal game in 2016. No, a, it was no, it doesn't. No, it just sure doesn't. I mean, mm. the, you're comparing apples to oranges. There, you can compare like, apples and oranges. Like they're sure, both like, fruits. All right. I mean, we want the Tenno. Sure, <laughs> they're Dickie. fruits. The Tenno was hella it's impressive. Like apples and oranges. Growing trees. I mean, yeah. the Tenno was very Why impressive. But Why can't Ruby compare? <laughs> That's a little. That, I always. That's a little Dicky reference for sure. Yeah, it's such a good song. I'll be honest. You're right. Though. I'm just fucking. With you. Yeah, I'm about to say that's totally different. Next question oh. from Voodoo Ride 3 at analysis underscore CP. How did that Buffalo Revenge feel? Pretty good. 
felt, it felt good. very good. Yeah, because we talked about it before the episode <laughs> how Buffalo beat us nine to four almost yeah. a year ago. Almost a day. year ago. Yeah, it was, well, I think it was three hundred seventy-seven days. days. Yeah, yeah, pretty close. Uh, Not yeah. only that, it was like that we beat them in like easy fashion, but like at the, what you guys just said, like this same score, like and it was yeah. the exact. We fa- like we were up six-one mm-hmm. at one point. The Dude, only difference is we didn't have somebody score. F- Four goals in the Holy first period, boy. like Tage Thompson. I mean, Marchenko was yeah. Marchenko was pretty damn close. <laughs> Not in the first period, close. though. No, okay, I well, I will say I felt minutes. very good compared to my mental and physical state when we lost last year. Yeah, compared to when we won it this year. So it also, felt very good. what are the odds we beat Washington tomorrow? Since I'm going, mm, since you're going, uh, zero. Is it in Washington? Mm-hmm. It is in. It is <laughs> at Washington. Is it at Washington? It's a Thursday. Is it at Washington? I think so. I think it's at Washington. I don't remember. I think we can do it. Uh, it's no. It's home. It's totally a home game. Oh, oh but is it at Washington? No, it's at. Okay. It's at BJ's. <laughs> I think. I think beating Washington <laughs> is very obtainable. Uh, yeah. The money line is minus one hundred five for the Blue Jackets. Hey, uh, plus one hundred. Plus one hundred total goals at six. And then uh, the spread is uh, Blue Jackets are actually favored one and a, by one and a half goals in this. That's, so. No, that's what I'm saying. I like, think total I feel like goals it's a at very six good. needs to be like plus 800. So like those, that should almost be a lock. Those are the or they're. Uh, I'm sorry. The Capitals are favored by two by one and a half goals. I apologize. Ah. But the money line is Blue Jackets minus 105. Well, the money line is minus 115 for the Capitals too. So it's oh, like a, okay. Yeah. Oh, so we're both favored to and win. Sick. I don't know what this <laughs> means. This is MGM's, but I don't know betting. I, I stopped. Mean, I stopped betting. I stopped yeah. doing sports. Well, betting. usually, like so. when you're minus something, that's like your favorite to win. That's crazy that they're both minus. Voodoo Ride. Who cares what the odds are? Have a go. fun time at the game. Give a good time at the show. Enjoy yourself. Kissinger. I will say. Go get so, a Skyline Footlong Chili Dog. Alright, so listen to this crazy stat. We okay. talked about it earlier. I'm going to go. You have to give rapid fire right now so we don't like prolong this. Uh, what do you think the Capitals goals for this season are, Kyle? 85. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go 81. I'll go 92. 70. Yeah, wow. I win. They have scored 70 goals this year. They are currently fifth place in the Metro. The Blue Jackets have scored 105 goals, and we're dead last. We can beat them. (laughs) Wow, that's wild. Well, they haven't played us. That is absolutely wild. I think they have played us already. Have they? (laughs) They probably they have, (laughs) and they beat us. Yeah, they've only they've only allowed eighty goals. We've allowed one hundred and twenty-one. That's See, that's, that's the difference there. Yeah. <laughs> no, that no, that's the difference for sure. But I I truly do think that this game is definitely within reach of winning. So uh, I don't know, man. I think they win. Next question. I think we I think we win two in a row. Warren, be quiet, Boone. Boone thinks last one on my end because some of the stuff we talked about. Um, I like the Blue Jackets at. I like the jackets. <laughs> um, just make it. I like the jackets on both. Nice. Maybe, uh, maybe it, the handle was taken. Well, one, how you taken. guys? How you guys doing? No, it's like the 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 written out. Not the, the name. App. The name. You can make it whatever. Yeah. Even if somebody else has it. Got it. You're one, right. how are you guys doing? It's been a while. It's been a wild month since the streak ended. Uh, What's Jordan? How you doing? I don't know. What streak? The seven, seven game losing streak. The losing streak. It's been a month since the seven nine game losing streak. Was it nine? It was, it was nine. nine. It was nine. Since the nine game losing streak, it's been a month. Yeah. Right. No, I'm good. So, so you're good. Yeah. Kyle, how you doing? I don't care. All right. <laughs> right. No, I'm just doing okay. All right. Um, uh, doing fine. 
I like your uh, plaid, your pants, your stripes, by the way. Good question, but thank nice. you. Yeah. Uh, two, do you think there's anything we can do to help the online portion of this fan base heal? <laughs> or do you think the toxicity is permanent at this point? I it's, think we should encourage the toxicity. I think it's funny. I mean, here's the thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to start like seven burners and push it on. Egg. No. I think Stoke the flame. The toxicity comes with losing, which we've seen two years of consistently and also 19 years like a bad losing and like maybe four four years of like kind of playoff ish yeah solid so yeah. that comes a lot from that twitter hasn't been around for as long as this team has been losing yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> puts anything phrasing. into perspective also facts. sad phrasing so yeah i mean you know there's nothing we can do because you cannot change other people's minds. The let them theory is something that comes to my mind. Just let them do what they're going to do and keep yeah. doing you. Uh, yep. Yeah, man, it's not going to get any less toxic. That's just what people are. And that's what people do when they're online and don't have any consequences to anything that they say, including myself. I do this. <laughs> I do it. I'm not. I'm I feel not like me and you have the same mentality. Like we both send out. We'll send out tweets from our personal account, like just wild tweets. Some it's wild and is yeah not for like sure. not like wild to where it's like inaccurate but like just you know just you know random tweets and I'll let it sit there but I'll never respond to anybody yeah why would you I just what's the point I don't even look at the mentions yeah I mean like, I just let them sit there and marinate and like I scroll through and like a couple here and there but yeah, whatever dude I had one that I'm not getting any fights with any burners anytime soon I mean <laughs> Jesus. Oh, fighting burners is so fun though. I mean come on I had one tweet that I sent out like. Two weeks ago, it was the whole, like, fire your armo, like, all this shit. Like, it's time to, new front office, bring it in. I'm here for it. And I had, like, verified account. I had, like, comment, not comment, I had T-Bone and, like, Torg and, like, verified accounts, like, responding to me. I didn't realize until, like, three weeks later. Hell yeah, <laughs> Cause, dude. Because I was just like, <laughs> I'm not checking this shit. Fuck it. I'm just, just yeah. I'm sending it out, and I'm going to just do my thing. Yeah, I think it's just it's what Kyle said, like it, to ease that situation when they say something, just go <laughs> scroll. Just keep scrolling scroll. or just click reply and type the first thing that comes to mind. You don't do that. <laughs> you do That's why you don't tweet from the artillery account, because I, <laughs> right. I shouldn't be allowed. Here's the shouldn't. thing. I get drunk enough and somebody would say some dumb shit. I'd be like, yeah, I'm right here. We're going <laughs> to here's what we're going to do. We're going to start a burner tonight. Not that. To say we don't already have don't one. tell people, <laughs> and we're gonna have Braden run run it. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> I will get Bad. at least half of them to deactivate Twitter within the month. <laughs> Fair enough. And then third, happy holidays, nerds. Ah, you're a nerd. I don't know who you are. You're happy holidays. I Thanks, love you though. So much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. All the holidays. That's probably Haley's burner. <laughs> happy Hanukkah. <laughs> happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. All all the holidays. Is there any other ones? Uh, happy nothing. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I got one from. I meant holidays, but questions are good, too. Oh, yeah. Next question. From Dr. <laughs> Jiggly Stuff at J. Cooper Jared. I mean, friend of the pod. I've seen them around a lot. A little yeah. boomer. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, if you've seen I, them. I think so. If I don't, he's come up to you. I've seen him like, around on the socials. Yeah. Also, side um, note. Side note before that question. The last game I went to Saturday. First game I had been since opening night. Because I just... <sighs> Wow. I just, I'm more so been like, I'm just going to watch this product on Bali, which is also another shitty product. Mm -hmm. uh, but I went first time since opening night and I met so many little boomers. Yeah, there's, they're everywhere. Dude, <laughs> I, I was sitting in my seat. Duh. I was sitting in my seat 103 and we had, there was like people coming up from their seats and they were like, artillery. <laughs> Hell yeah, what's dude. Up? What's up? How you doing, man? 
I'm not like toot my own horn. I'm just I'm you're a legend. I'm a no. I'm appreciative of those yeah. that follow. We are very appreciative of everybody that listens podcast. to us. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this is from Doctor Jiggly Stuff, who is an avid listener of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, I do believe that being this bad this season is a coaching problem, not a front office problem. But I do concede the possibility that the front office is trying to be bad again after Babcock was relieved of duty. So throw your tinfoil hat on real quick. That is a duty. And do you that is a loaded question? Do you think that there is a conspiracy that the front office is trying to lose again because they didn't get the coach they wanted to start this season? No. I can't see that, right? I mean no. I think Garmo at first Based off the press conference of Pascal Vincent, I think that Yarmo, like, he seemed kind of, like, a little irritated by questions. Um, but I don't think that But when's the last time you've heard from Yarmo since then? Never. You haven't? I've, I've seen JD. A little weird. I think JD did one interview with <laughs> Bali Sports and, like, Jeff Rimmer, like, during an intermission one time. Um, I have not seen Yarmo peek his head out of a hole anytime yarmo jd mike priest josh yeah, flynn nothing. nobody has like nothing said anything to the media to be fair like the fan base is tearing this team apart on social media <laughs> so they're trying to just like yeah, lay it low i think but still like there's been no explanation of anything yeah. to this point and they are i mean they're doing better now than they were at this point last season so yeah i mean this point to the last season yes but there's we, we still did not expect us to be in this position in this season but Oh, dude, that question, that's super. Do you think that they're trying to tank because they didn't no. get the coach they wanted? No, not at all. No? Yeah, I probably not. You're probably right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have anything Well, else. dude, like Yarmo's job and also JD's job, they're on the line. They both signed two-year deals. This is the first year of their two-year contract. So, that, yeah. like, it's their job on the line for the next two years if they don't get dropped here in the next, and if this season or not. Like, I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't um, have anything else. There's one more question here from DB American flag, British flag at Barno Stormer. I know this, I know that, I know that tag. He that yeah, handle. he asks a lot of questions. Barno Stormer, I know that name anywhere. Uh, do you think coaching or the players are the reason for the games to go so well and then complete shit shows? I think it's a mix of both. So I, I think coaching is a problem. I do. I I there's a funny. The only reason I wanted to ask that is because there was a joke last week going around with the Russian line doing so well and they and how they they don't speak that's English the only yeah that's the oh, only, and they, and they're so they, the only yep. so they so they can't understand the coach and that's yeah. why they're playing so well yeah. I think that's fucking hilarious yeah no I I found that hilarious I saw that too and I I I busted out laughing when I saw that it makes sense and I also was like that uh, makes a little bit of sense. Might be some validity there. There might there. be something behind the that. The only reason they're playing well is because they don't know what the coach is trying to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> also, just which saw, I mean, hey, nobody's proven it wrong yet. Yeah. No. I also just saw. I think you you liked it, Kyle. But uh, Dave Metzgold, uh Metzgold said, Whoa, uh, "What's his name?" Dave Metzold. There you go. <laughs> third, third time's a charm. I had to. <laughs> Brian. Uh, they're having a blast, Pascal Vincent, on why the Kirill, Dimitri, and Jaeger, Igor line works so well right now. Asked if the line has a name, Vincent said they did, but he could not share it. That makes me think it's <laughs> something not good. Just great. All right, well, I mean, I, I like the fact that, you know, Pascal and the boys are maybe bonding a little bit there where they can't share some shit. But at the same time, I still do believe that, like, <sighs> I think Pascal's a good dude. I'm just not sold on him yet. 
That's all I'm going to say there. So Fair enough. I got nothing yeah. left. Yeah, I got Fair enough. enough. All right. We're done here. That's it. Episode 268, Artillery Podcast in the books. I feel like this was a long one. It's genuinely not. I felt good. It felt long. It it's good. not as long as you think. Two hours? Yeah, Shit. that's as long as I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. But it ain't longer than anything we've done recently, though. All right. We're done. We'll see you next episode, Little Boomers. Thanks for listening. I'm Kyle. If we play with Puck, they don't play with Puck. Spay and neuter your Jesus. Source? Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>